Hey guys, I'm Rain, and welcome to Web Chats, where we find the most interesting people on the internet and bring them on to hear their stories. Some of the topics we cover can be funny, interesting, maybe even a little weird, and we do get into some pretty heavy topics, things like substance abuse, suicide, sex abuse, domestic violence. So a quick trigger warning, if you're sensitive to any of those things, you're going to want to think about that before you proceed with any of our episodes, because sometimes it comes up a little bit unexpectedly. If you hear me giving advice to anybody on the show, it's just coming from my own personal experiences and it's coming from my heart, but I am not a trained professional. I've been through a lot in my life. I've seen a lot. I've known a lot of people, so I have a lot to pull from, but I am not a trained professional. The last thing before we get into the show is I want to share a few resources that may be useful for you or somebody you know. So the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. The National Child Abuse Hotline. 800-422-4453 and 24-hour drug and alcohol abuse support line including an optional 24-hour admittance to rehab is 877-987-6071. Okay, now let's get into the show. Web chats connected. Hey everybody, welcome back to Web Chats. It is Rain. It's your boy Rain. I've always wanted to say, it's your boy. (laughs) So it's your boy Rain on Web Chats. Today I have a riveting conversation for you. I'm talking to Tequila. Tequila, we found her on Facebook in the oddest way. She had taken over her ex-boyfriend's account posted to his account photos of the women he had beaten, the story of what happened between them, and a picture of Peyronie's disease that apparently he has, and explaining graphically what that is. And she's going to explain that for you in this conversation as well. Some of what you're going to hear here is upsetting, disturbing, sad, Some of what you're going to hear is hilarious. She is on fire and one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. And some of it is straight out petty. I'm talking about petty on levels. Anyway, this was one of my favorite conversations I've had. I tried to cut it down. Sorry, it's still long, but I couldn't take anything else out. It's great. So I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Web Chats Podcast. And thank you so much to the people who have become Patreon supporters. Dude, every time we get that notification that somebody signed up, there's not many of you, but it fucking makes our day. Go to patreon.com slash webchats if you want to support $2.99 a month. It's nothing. You spend more than that on bullshit. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Tequila. Let's go. Hey, can you hear me? Hello. Hey, Hello. now I hear you. Okay, great. How's it going? It's it's okay. I'm good. I'm all good. Good, good. So you were looking for a house today? I am. Um, you trying to buy a house? No, just lease one. Oh, okay. I mean, because my situation, we was, you know, in a lease together and I got out of that. So I'm trying to mm. find something else. So you guys just broke up recently, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, just judging by the post that you've put on Facebook, it sounds like it was 
brutal. Uh, before we get into the story, because I want to try to dig into that and hopefully by you sharing your story, other people can benefit from it. But how are you feeling right now, emotionally, physically? How are you feeling after all that? Um, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to, it's a lot to take in. Um, I can't even, I, you know, people say they good or whatever else, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm trying to hold it together. That's all I can say. Like, I'm trying to hold it together. You know, I have, you know, three children. I have 12 year old twin boys and a four year old daughter. Thank God, you know, they're in, um, well, you know, okay. through all this, they've mm. been up there for a month now and I miss them like crazy right now. And I'm, sure. I'm trying to find a place and I want them home, but I know mm. like right now is not a time for them to be home and all this stuff. I just want to get, hurry up and get settled so they can actually come back home. Absolutely. Absolutely. But so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll make it. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to make it. I mean, I can already tell. I don't know you, but I can already tell you're a strong person. And just the way you're going at this online, you've got fire in your belly. Uh, Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people, even with the comments, you know, some people is on there like, oh, she shouldn't be doing this and that or whatever else. But I say at the end of the day, you know, this mm -hmm. is someone who's done this many and many and many times before with so many other females. And I'm the only female that's just stepped up and saying something about all of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the first female. It's another female on that post as well. Right. But like, I had so many females that reached out to me that I didn't even reach out to that mm. dealt with him. Mm. That was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Even his ex-wife, you know, called me. I didn't mm. call her. She called me. Mm. And we talked on the phone for like 45 minutes on Easter Sunday. And, you know, she was just telling me all this stuff because I reached out to her, mm-hmm. you know, after a situation before and I asked her, you know, Cause he said that he, all he ever done um, was slapped her or whatever. And I asked her and she was like, nah, he beat this, you know, yeah. he beat me. So I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. And you can say it the way you want to say it. Don't worry about it. So the picture that I saw of you and, and, and we got to get back to the beginning because I know your story. You obviously know your story. I don't know all your story, but for anybody listening, they don't even know what we're talking about yet. But the picture, the picture I saw of you, you had a black eye, right? No, I'm not the one with the black guy. You're the I'm one with the busted girl. lip. Correct. And all the other pictures. Okay. Correct. So you had the busted lip and then another girl, he was, so let's, I don't want to confuse anybody. Let's start at the beginning. From what I know, you met this man in a casino. Was that correct? Correct. I was, um, okay. Let me, let me tell you the story. Okay. Okay, so um, <laughs> and the right. other thing, and the other thing, tequila that I want to get into at some point that has been just rocking my world ever since I saw your post this week is Peyronie's disease. I want to know. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> okay, make um, sure you, make sure when you tell the story, you don't leave that okay. part out. I got oh, the popcorn, and I'm yeah, ready. It's, it's, it's Pyrone. You're gonna you're gonna <laughs> laugh about that one. Okay, so and okay. So I was in a 15 year relationship, right? Okay. Uh, with my kids that we was married at 17. I got divorced um, in December of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we have sweet, you know, high school sweethearts. All three of my children is by him. Mm-hmm. You know, after the relationship, you know, ended with us and all that stuff. Um, you know, being young, I guess, you know, you lose what as the years go along, you just you lose the flame. You grow apart a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And, and instead of, you know, divorcing and splitting up, I regret it now that I didn't work harder in, you know, on it, you know? Re- maybe but, rekindling so. the relationship and trying to find that love again, right? Correct. Right. 
So I, I've been in a relationship for 11 years. So I know what you mean. You hit this point where it just seems like it's been a long damn time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it ta- it's going to take something for it to like refresh and renew again. And if you don't do it, then that's where you're going to come to. It's going to it's going to fall apart eventually. It'll, However, it'll fizzle out. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. It's going to fizzle out. So um, in April, you know, we we separated whatever else. And I'm in Dallas at this point. I'm in Dallas still. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was just enjoying me. I did. Like, I was just out and I was, you know, I didn't party in the relationship like that. So I was out partying and doing me mm-hmm. or whatever else. And then August come, you know, and I meet this guy. You know, I go okay. to the casino or whatever. I wasn't even going to go, but my parents was up there. So I go up to the casino. I'm just standing around again. I wasn't even thinking about no one. And um, mm-hmm. he asked me, I was waiting on a seat to come at the, at the blackjack table. He asked me if I wanted to sit down. Mm-hmm. Once the person had got up, I sit down. I'm still not thinking about him. And here we go with the, so where are you from or whatever? Mm-hmm. He asked me, you know, what he is going to leave. He asked me for my Instagram. So I had gave it to him or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, he hit me up and I mean, the talking just, it went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was August come September 6th, September. Um, what was your first impression out. of him? My first impression? Um, I couldn't even tell you cause I wasn't even thinking of, at that moment. I wasn't really even thinking about him. I never looked at him or like, Oh my gosh. He, you know, I never even thought of him. Like I wasn't up, I was up there to gamble and make money. So you weren't <laughs> like, so you weren't like immediately just blown away by him and Oh my God. No, man, I just not, oh no, not at all. Not at okay. all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Um, so, you know, we was talking on, he hit me up. We was talking on the phone, you know, for a couple of days or whatever else. And then uh-huh. he hit me with the, you know, my birthday is September such and such. Do you want to go to Vegas with me? Uh-huh. And I was like, I mean, I can't go to Vegas. I ain't got no money to go to Vegas like that or whatever else. Like at uh-huh. this point, you know, I'm separated from my husband and I'm trying to, you know, like establish my own, my money sure. and stuff like that. Sure. So um, he was like, no, I got everything or whatever else. So I was like, okay, well, sure. I'll go to Vegas. Absolutely. You know, like it was, <laughs> he was laying it on. Like I'll take care of everything and stuff like that and all that. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll go to Vegas. Hell yeah. So, he drove down September 6th. Okay. Um, September, you know, we chilled or whatever else. We all went out September 6th. On September 7th, we was actually flying out to Vegas September 7th night. Uh-huh. Well, September 7th morning, I was at my sister's house. And um, we were sitting in the living room, whatever, talking about the night before because we all had went out. And she Googled him. Just random, randomly. Randomly. Like, we, yeah. we sitting over there in her living room just talking. And she randomly Googled him and was like, oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. You don't want to hear this. And I was Uh-oh. like, what you talking about? I didn't know what she was talking about, especially about him. Mm-hmm. And um, she showed it to me. And I immediately was like, oh, my God. And I was reading the go- the, the texts that I had, whatever, uh-huh. put on there. I was reading all that stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? Because he told me he was 35 years old. Okay. I didn't find out until he was 40, that he was 43 at the time. Well, he had just turned 44 that night oh. um, until she Googled him and I read it in the post and we Googled his name, his birthday and all that stuff. What did so, you see? What did you see when you Googled him? What was it? Well, it was just saying like he, he flashy and he manipulative and he just, you know, he used his cars and his money. And he sends you songs and stuff to get you. And I'm like, damn, he sent me songs and he sent me so- pictures of his cars. <laughs> yeah, like everything that he was doing to me, I was reading that multiple, like it was so many. Like it's gotta emails. be real, right? Yeah. And these yeah. are all females from back in Georgia where he's at. So I'm like, mm. it has to be real. And this and, is Facebook? Um, you saw it? No, this is on Google. You Google. Like Google like, where? 
you just go to Google and put his name in and all of it comes up on this little cheat, this little cheating little site. It's called like character Cheaterland. Oh, so and a cheat cheater bastards. website. And yeah, cheating yeah. bastards? Yeah, that's what it's called. Damn. Yeah, Damn. so I mean, okay. and, and I'm reading the stuff and it's like, it's telling me everything that, you know, like he's getting me for or whatever, uh-huh, uh-huh. given to me. Uh-huh. And um, so I'm like, well, shit, fuck that. I'm not going to Vegas. I said, I'm going to hit him up and ask him. So I text him and I was like, hey, is this something you want to tell me? And he was like, no, what you talking about? And I was like, so it ain't nothing you want to tell me? And he was like, no, it's not. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, if I'm asking you something, then I already know it. So he get alerts to his phone when someone Google him. Oh, man. So, so he knows. He knows this is the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he texted <laughs> me back and said, well, if I how do you feel about age? That's what he texted me back mm, and said. So mm, I already mm, know mm, that he knew what I was mm-hmm, talking about. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause he get the alerts to his phone. Right. So I'm like, um, I'm like, I already knew how old you was. You 44. And I came out and told him how old he was, whatever else. I said, I just wanted you to tell me. Right. I said, you didn't have to lie. I said, I wanted, you know, I would rather date an older guy anyway, versus a younger dude, because I'm, I'm thinking you more established and you're not playing games and everything else. Uh-huh. That's just what I'm thinking, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But so he was like, well, I just thought, and, you know, gave me that little sob story, whatever else. Okay. So, um. So nothing too alarming yet. This is just, you know, maybe he was embarrassed about his yeah. age, but nothing too crazy. Like, I was yeah, fine. Yeah, not- yeah, nothing too alarming yet. Right. I never, I never said anything though about all the other stuff that I found out. So what else did you find? You found the age, and then you found kind of some of his tactics of like what cheating and playing songs for. Like what? What else did you see that you should have been well, alarmed about in hindsight? Well, it was just, it was just females saying that you know that he was cheating on his wife with them, and you know he been with multiple females. Why didn't and- you ask him about that? You know what? I just, I can't even tell you. I just thought I would save it to uh-huh. another time. That's just, I mean, I don't it, know. It, almost, it almost sounds to me like he, like he, like he sidetracked you by focusing on the age thing. After you got mm-hmm. done having that discussion, you forgot mm-hmm. that there was more to talk about. Cause that was really the smallest thing of it all. I, really? Exactly. I wouldn't say it was forgot to talk about, you uh, know, just talking uh. to my sister about it when we was talking, I was like, well, maybe these females is just saying this because I was fooled. I was okay. just, maybe these females is saying this because he left them and he don't want to be with them. And so, you know how females are, oh, she's hating. So you believe that's what, what you was, wanted to believe. Exactly. I was like, well, maybe they just hating or whatever else after I got, you know, I mean, because people do do that when they trying to talk about you. However, sure, so sure. I, I let it go. I sure. let it go. Sure. Um, We go to Vegas, whatever, have a good time or whatever, come back, whatever. Um, and he hit me with, he hit me with the day we came back from Vegas. Um, me and my husband was still standing in the same house together. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were still standing in the same house together. But he separated? Was, yeah, we were separated. He had a girlfriend and stuff. Okay. And, okay you know, okay. he was already moved on from me. He didn't want me anymore. So it was just, <laughs> an, was just, it was just an arrangement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just an arrangement because we had kids and all that stuff together. Sure, sure. Um, so when we came back from Vegas, he was like, hey, you know, start looking for another place. I don't want you in the house. You know, you, my girl, I don't want you in the house with someone else. Hmm. All that stuff. So hmm. I was like, I was like, well, for me, I was like, I mean, I have a house. Cause he, my husband was moving out. I was like, I have a house. And then he was like, no, nah, I want you to have a big old house and all this stuff. So he started sending, I wasn't moving. And uh-huh. he started sending me pictures of like these big old fancy houses and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh shit, he's serious. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, 
the days started going on and I mean, he kept on asking me like, Hey, you look at the house, you like this house and all this other stuff or whatever else. And I was like, Oh shit. Well, yeah, that one's cool. Whatever. And we decided to move in together. And at this point you've known him for about a month, right? Well, um, no, we moved in together October 25th. Okay. And you met in August. Do I have that right? Uh, we met in August. And okay. So you moved for about why- two months. Right, it was about two months. The okay. only reason why I moved, though, was because um, my little brother was staying with me uh-huh. at the time, and he had gotten into some trouble or whatever else, and the police, they had came, and then the landlord was like, uh, well, he don't supposed to be here in his legal matters, so you need to go. Uh-huh. So it put me, like, hit my little brother situation put me in a bind, so it was easy for me to be like, okay cool i'll move in this house i can see however the house position was positioned to me as he haven't even met my kids at this time at all like he haven't met any of my kids because i wasn't gonna bring like a random person around my kids unless it was somebody i was gonna actually be with sure um so he was like well you know i'll get you get the house he was working out he was doing some trucking stuff out in west texas he's like you can get the house or whatever stay there with the kids as long as you want when you're ready for me to meet them then i'll meet them so i was like okay cool you know what i'm saying i was like all right well that'll work or whatever well when i knew we was gonna you know move in together and be together and stuff like that i had arranged a meeting with so he could meet my kid's father and stuff like that and meet the kids all the same day so i wasn't I just thought it would be like a respectful thing for sure. my kid's dad to meet this man before he met my kids. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So um, I had arranged that to happen. And I mean, the things was just, it was just falling in place. Like I was really like, I thought he was going to really be it. I mean, the way you're painting the picture, I can absolutely see how it feels like everything's just coming into place. He's so he was nice. Like a, He's it so was charming. like a unicorn fell yeah. from the sky. Yeah. And the whole thing about you having to leave with your little brother and then him offering you a place to stay, that adds this level of necessity to it that makes it real easy to go, well, this is perfect because I need exactly. it Exactly. Anyway. And hold yeah. on, he was like, you know, quit your job. He was, I, was work, I was a manager, an integrated manager at AT&T. Yeah. He was like, quit your job and go back to school. He said, you know, I'll take care of everything. Yeah. I'll give you $1,500 a week just to well, sit I mean, at home. Well, I mean, shit, anybody would take that. Sign Listen. me up for that. If somebody's going yes. to you know? Yes. Somebody yes. come and take care of me like that, I'll sign up. Yes. I mean, yeah. you know, he's paying all the bills. Talking about, I'll give you $1,500 a week. Quit your job so you have time sure. for the kids. He'll never be here. I'm like, shit, hey, why not? Sure. Sure. Why not? Sure. And um, so we all moved, we moved together and all that stuff. October 25th come, we move in. So, well, I move in. He wasn't even, he never even seen the house. Really quick, he before was, we get to, before we get to the next thing, I want to know, did you end up arranging that meeting between your kid's father and him? Yes, we actually, we actually all sat down. My kid, my kid's father, he brought his girlfriend and I brought him and we went to Boomer Jacks in Arlington, Texas. And we all <laughs> sat down and, you know, we, we talked. And how was that? It was good. It was it was okay. After that, we left and we went to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I mean, okay. you know, it, it went it went it went okay. So it However, seemed it seemed legit. You guys had a good time together. There was nothing weird. Everybody said, "Okay, we're good people." Yeah. And, and, it was it was yeah. it was nothing weird. It was nothing weird. Got it. Um. Uh, where was I going? Um. So, you were so yeah, moved he, into the house. Yeah, he never even seen the house. Um, mm-hmm. Me and my sister, we went and found the house and all that. I got movers to move the, all the stuff over to one house to the other stuff. Yeah. He sent me money to, you know, mm-hmm. buy stuff for the house and all that stuff. And he actually, the day he actually seen the house was um, October 29th. I moved in October 25th. 
he moved, he came October 29th. Well, two days before he came, October 27th, a girl hit me up. Mm. Cause he told me he was single. He told me he was single. He, you know, his last relationship was this other chick a long time ago and all this stuff. Uh-huh. A chick hit me up October 27th. She Facebooked me and uh-huh. said, do you know him? And I was like, yeah, I know him. And she was like, well, he's my man. She's oh, like, well, he no. was my man, but he left October, um, September 6th. And I was and like, you guys went to Vegas the next day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So she said that, you know, she he left her that day and he not paying the bills. The lease was in both their name. He wasn't paying the bills and all this stuff or whatever else. So I'm like, OK, well, <laughs> I was like, I never got, you know, mad at her or anything like that because it's not her. You know, it's it's him. So I, I got, you know, got all the information I needed from her or whatever else. And when I talked to him, he got out of it. It was no, I ain't with that girl like that. I was only, you know, I helped her out a few times and all this stuff. She know I ain't with her. He he fed me a story. And you, again, and believed you believed it. it. Again. And I believed it. And, I ag- and, believed and again, it. in my opinion, you believed what you wanted to believe. It was, in your, it was in your better interest to believe what he was telling you versus what she was saying. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, it, it was because, I mean, some of the stuff that she has said, um, like she said that, you know, he, he had a gambling problem. He was a womanizer, had multiple women, mm. but she had told me something. I can't even remember what she had told me that I knew was not, you know, true. Uh-huh. It was a, t- a date or something. I knew what it wasn't true. So some part um, of it was flawed. So it opened it up to maybe she's full of shit. Exactly. Got exactly. it. Got it. So, I mean, you know, he talked about it or whatever else. And, um, I let it go. Okay. I did. I let it go like okay. a little that was my other sign. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That was my sign. However, oh, I let it go. Already. <laughs> yeah, I let it go. However, I never trusted him after that. Okay. So okay. this was October, you know, so we do, we doing good and all this stuff. Sure. Well, November hits. Uh-huh. And it was about the November, the middle of November. And, um, we had got into it about something. Okay. It was something I knew we had got into it about. And I brought up her and he was like, I don't talk to her. Gosh, what was it about? We it was about it was over something. However, the conversation and at this, and at this to, point, you guys been living together about three weeks, right? Uh, we was I would say we was living together. However, he only came home on the weekend. What was he doing during the week? He would be out in West Texas working. Oh, okay. So I only seen him on the weekend, really. Okay, and he's a trucker. Oh, you said right. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So w- when we had got into it, um, mm-hmm. I let him talk and he was like, you can check my phone records and all this stuff. I ain't talking to nobody and all this, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I let him talk for about 25 minutes, pleading his case on whatever we was talking about. And I hit him with the, uh, he said, you can download the app and check it. I'll give you information. After about 25 minutes, I said, what's the information? He was like, huh? And he gave me the information. <laughs> I already had the Verizon app downloaded. So I let him talk it out. Like I wasn't even going to check. I never asked for it. I had the app download and I said, what's the login information? And he gave me the login information. And as soon as I get on the log, the information, it was about 3000 minutes of him talking to this same chick that called my phone in October. Uh, so that was, was a he- I, that was a heavy moment. I know that, that was, was heavy because he'll talk yeah. to me for about an hour and a half and jump up, get off the phone with me and talk to her for two yeah. or talk to, and, then, and then call me right back and then talk to her. Like it was real. Like at that moment, it was just like, okay, I'm gonna have him pay these bills and that's it. 
Let me let me say this real quick before we get into the rest of this story. This is crazy interesting to me. But what you just said reminds me of one of my closest friends, actually. And I won't say his name because I'm not trying to put him out there like that. But he's always got two or three girlfriends that all think that he actually lives with them. And he Mm -hmm. has a studio like he does music. Mm -hmm. So he has a studio and that's his kind of like. He keeps the studio because he can always tell any of them whenever he's not he's, home, at, the he's at the studio, right? Right. But in reality, he's living with the other one. So he's living with all these different girls. And he's constantly, I can't even hang out with him because every moment his phone is ringing and then he's out on the phone for an hour. Then we'll sit down for 10 minutes. Then he's on the phone for another hour. And you talking about this guy and how much time he's on the phone. I can't imagine being on the phone talking that damn much. That, I lose my mind. Exactly. I don't understand either. And that's why I, when I tell you, okay, so I broke up with him whatever else. Cause I, I was like, this is stupid. I was like, you really think I'm a fucking dummy? Like you really like play with my intelligence. You gave me the information to go see this shit thinking I wasn't going to see it. Cause you offering it to me. Yeah. Like how well, dumb can you? Yeah. You think you were dumb. What he thought was whatever you see, it doesn't matter. Cause I'll just make you believe what I want you to right. believe. That's however, yeah. however, the, his reason for talking to her was because, it was some legal matters that she knew about him mm. and she was saying that she was going to tell the police and all this stuff. However, okay. she did call me again and my mom was sitting in the car with me and she was saying that she knew, you know, about this stuff that he was doing and all this stuff. And she was like, I still love him and all this, like some stupid shit. I'm like, girl, he moved on, like let him go. And some of the okay. stuff that he was telling me, okay. I was like, okay, she did tell me that. But the other stuff I'm like, Bro, you can't be on the phone with me and then call her and then be on the phone with me. And when I'm busy trick-or-treating with my kids, you on the phone with her. Like, it was just too much. So, and this is still the same one girl who had reached out to you before, right? So at this point, we're talking about the same girl. Correct. At, okay. we talk, at this point, it's the same girl. Okay, this same girl is reaching out to you and she's saying this. And now you're finding in the phone records that he actually is, mm-hmm. in fact, still... Mm-hmm actively speaking with mm-hmm. this girl on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So he tells her, okay. you know, he, he, he tells her, you know, that he don't, he don't care about if she tell the legal stuff and all this stuff that he What's was the done legal talking stuff? We're not putting his name out there anyway. So it's not, it doesn't matter. It could be anybody. It was, it was felony theft on, okay. a, on, on yeah, it was felony theft. Okay. Yeah. So on a truck that he has stolen, he had it worked on and he stole it. Well, it, that stuff. Yeah. Okay. He stole a truck and what sold it for parts or just what? Well, no, he had it. He had it worked. On, it was a semi truck. He had it worked on. Oh, and okay. then he went at the, to the mechanic shop and stole it. So he didn't have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Okay. Hey, so he basically hey, he, ran he, out he, on the mechanic he, bill. Yeah. He just went to jail for that on the profile picture. That was him going to jail the hey. other day. Just now. Listen, you are a comedian because you making that (laughs) your profile picture of him getting arrested is the funniest shit I've seen in months. It was was hilarious. (laughs) You see that I didn't upload it until like after I posted all the other stuff. Oh, you know, you gotta give him a little bit at a time, right? You're a comedian. Um, Okay, so so, yeah. So go on. Um, What was that? Um, You just found him in the phone. You found the phone records. You confronted him about it. What did he say? Yeah, yeah. So he was just saying that, you know, he had to talk to her because she was threatening him and he didn't know how to, like, handle it and all this stuff because he didn't want to go to jail because she knew too much and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't want to be with you and all this shit or whatever else. So he immediately 
drives home because he was out in West Texas. Mm -hmm. So he drives home, whatever else, and convinced me to talk and all this shit, whatever else. And he telling her, sending me messages of him telling her, like, don't call me no more. I don't care. And all this shit or whatever else. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I was the dummy and I let it go. Cause uh, she did say she was like, what she was telling me that you know that they wasn't messing around and she haven't seen him and stuff like that. That's what she had told me. Right. So I was like, okay, whatever. They on the phone. Maybe he is. He ain't lying. Maybe right. he a dummy, and I let right. it go. Right. So this is the beginning of November, okay. right? Okay. All right. Well, the day before Thanksgiving. Uh huh. Um, the day before Thanksgiving, he was he had some stuff at his ex girlfriend's house. The one that was before this girl that just started calling me. Okay. Okay. So this okay. was like, this ex-girlfriend was from a year before I met him. His BMW was still at his, her mom's, in her mom's garage. And he had some furniture that was at her house. Okay. So the day before Thanksgiving of 2019, his son had came to my house to bring a piece of furniture that was still over there. Mm-hmm. And they getting the furniture off the truck. His son and my brother is outside uh-huh. and his ex-girlfriend ride by come to my house. From a year wow. ago. Wow. Yeah. The, so my the, one, where, the one where the BMW and the furniture was at her mom's yes. house. That girlfriend comes by your house. Yes. That okay. girlfriend comes by my house. And, okay. you know, my brother come in like, hey, some chick just pulled up from Rodney. And I'm like, well, for one, he only been to this house two times and, you know, two months. Like, who right. the hell coming by for him, you know? And, and how so, does she know where you live? Because she followed the son. Ah, okay. Got it. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. She followed the son to my house. <laughs> so I automatically asked my uh, I go outside and I'm like, hey, who is that? And he like, it's such and such. So I'm like, what the, you know, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. You know, you don't come by my house. Like, this is where my kids are. Like, right. I don't like you. You don't go by nobody's house. Sure. So Agreed. Um, Agreed. I, I get him on the phone or whatever else. And I cuss him out. He's like, well, I didn't know. You know, I ain't got nothing really to do with that. I'm going to call her or whatever else. I'm like, no, you ain't. I said, what's her number? I said, what is her address? Uh, he was like, well, I don't want you to go over there and get no child. I said, what's her address? So anyways, I um get the address or whatever else, and I go by her house. Oh, wow. I get in my car. You know, I go by her house, and I take a picture in front of the mailbox, and I send it to her. And uh-huh. I said, "Uh, don't ever come by my house and mom come back. <laughs> oh, so, no. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, so yeah, you know like, where you know I live. I know where you live. Yeah, I wanted to let her know that I know exactly where you live, too. So she oh, called him no. and cussing him out, talking about why you get her my address. And he was like, well, you asked for it. You shouldn't have came by our house and all this yeah. stuff. But did it, make so, you, and did it make you think at all? Maybe in the moment it didn't. But did it make you think, why does she even care enough about him to do that? And she still, because she's still, she's like, till, still to today, she's still in the relationship. However, okay. I mean, I didn't really... I just felt like he said that she was hurt, that she left, he left her for the, you know, to get out of that relationship. He called her a cave woman and she didn't dress up and she wouldn't put on no makeup or she didn't even wear a watch. And, you know, all this different stuff that he said she wasn't. And he said that he never, he never could see himself with her long term. Uh, so he left her and, he, you know, he went out and worked out in Midland okay. or whatever. And um, that's when he met the other girl and they was just friends. Uh. Yeah, so that's the story that I had got. Okay. Yeah. He's creative. Yeah, he no, he's a, he's very manipulative. He's really smooth. When I tell you he's he's smooth, like he's he's very smooth. Sure. I mean, th- he's a he, it's a personality type. It's yeah. he's not the only one like this. There's many, many smooth, yeah. creative, manipulating guys out there like that. And girls too, you know. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, so after that or whatever else, that, that same day, he sent flowers to the house because he, he was on his way driving to Saginaw, where I was living at, from Midland, because Thanksgiving was the next day. Okay. So, you know, he came home for Thanksgiving and all this stuff. And, you know, I didn't want to be mad on Thanksgiving. I had family members coming in and all this shit or whatever. Sure, sure. And um, so, you know, I let it go for that day. Sure. I let it go. And mm-hmm. we, had end up, um, we had end up going out Thanksgiving night. Me, him, my brother, my brother's girlfriend, they both came down from Michigan and my cousin had flew in from Washington. Uh-huh. So we go out to the club, you know, Thanksgiving night, you know, we all drinking and stuff, whatever else. Had a good Me time. Me and my family, we're on the um, dance floor. Uh-huh. And he said he going to get some drinks. So I'm like, okay, cool. So um, he was taking a while and I asked my brother, I was like, where Rodney at? And then he said, uh, oh, he at the bar talking to some girls. Uh-huh. So I'm like, what? He's like, oh, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Don't go over there or whatever. So I fly over there. I go to the bar and he's at the bar with uh, two girls is at the bar. I walk up uh-huh. and he's talking to and I'm like, what's up? And he like, oh, uh, they like, is it his birthday? And I was like, hell no, I let his birthday. So right there, <laughs> I'm like, you over here talking to females. And I'm like. Right, in, you know what I'm saying. So I go off, like I, I, I storm. I was like, "You got this," or whatever else. So I take my ass up to the VIP because I've been in the club a lot, you know, before or whatever else. So mm-hmm. I'm like in the club or whatever else. So it was, it was crazy. Like you just a womanized. Like you just can't. Oh, it pissed me off. So that was another incident. Okay, you guys still ended up going home together that night. Yeah, we, we, my, my brother ended up going to jail, and we, we ended up going home. Yeah, what'd your brother go to jail for? Because for a public, well, public intoxication. Okay, so your brother got super drunk. You guys were all hammered, having a good time. Yeah. This crazy shit happened, but at the end of the day, it's all a blur because everybody's probably just drinking and you end up going home, fuck it. it was, and it was just another weird thing that happened with this guy, right? At this yeah, point, you're probably an, starting was, to get immune to it. Like, this shit happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, it was just a regular, like, it was just like a regular thing or whatever. We go get my brother out of jail the next day. A couple days later. Uh-huh. <laughs> He go back home to, well, he go back out to Midland. Actually, he drove, he went to start working in San Antonio. Well, a live video had came up, that had came up from the club that night. My brother was on live and he posted a live video. And after all this stuff, I was mad and crying in the club. But what I had just seen, this guy had came up to me and he was talking to me and asking me, I guess, was I okay? In the live video, I was drunk, I don't remember. Right. And he was asking me, was I okay? And you can see, like, his one arm is like on like around my arm. Right. I, like, is you okay? Cause I was standing there by myself. Well, he flipped the fuck out or whatever on me or whatever else. And I was just like, it wasn't like that, trying to explain myself and stuff. And so I flew to San Antonio like a dummy. I was done after all that. I flew to San Antonio and to make up with him. He's smooth. Like he's very, very smooth. He put smooth. you on the defensive. Yes. Yeah. He tried to turn it. Yeah. He's very, very like, he got me. Uh-huh. And um, so I come to San Antonio, we work it out or whatever else. I leave home. I leave back from San Antonio with my man. Well, being in a relationship, basically. Sure. So I'm still living in Fort Worth. He tells me, you know, that he's going to be in San Antonio working. I was living in San Antonio from 2011 to 2017. So I already, you know, I already knew San Antonio. He was like, you know, I'm going to move out here and work, stay out here and work. Cause he was living out his, he'd been living out his truck this whole time since 2012. He never had like a stable place. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. I moved to San Antonio. 
no, well, I said, I said, well, if I knew that before we got this house, I would have moved to San Antonio. So he sure. was like, well, if I, he's like, if I get you out the lease, if I can get us out the lease, would you move? So I was like, shit, yeah, I'll move, you know, so you can come home every night. Mm-hmm. I'll move, uh-huh. you know, you come home every night. So he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to talk to them and all this stuff. So he talks to them. We get out the lease and all that. I moved to set back to San Antonio where I am now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And that's when everything changed. Mm. Um, I think actually living with someone, you really get to know who they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, before, you know, he only came to the house maybe four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, you know, he was coming home most of the time. Everything was just different. Now, you know, you got to keep your phone on silent now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. why you at the house, your phone on silent and, you know, you got private calls coming through and you saying they bill collectors and just mm. a lot of different stuff. Mm. So, I mean, I never trusted from the last incident. So I was always aware on what you could be doing. So right. for me, knowing that already, I'm not a hundred percent in the situation either. As far as like my mind, like I never, you know, infidelity was an issue with me because I don't believe in cheating while you're in a relationship. I don't tolerate I really don't tolerate like actually cheating. Mm-hmm. That's something I just can't do. That's a deal breaker for me. Sure. Um, but it's safe to I, say though, that at this point, even though all this stuff that's happened, I guess he was able to make it all look circumstantial. So you really didn't have one thing you could firmly it, stand on and say, you did this, but you exactly. were still all in. Okay. I got exactly. you. I got you. Right. And he knew that too. Like he knew that I really, he really knew that like, if I, if I caught him, then I was out. Like that was it for me. Like, I just can't do, I can't bounce back from cheating. Like you can lie about a little something or whatever else, but I just can't bounce back from the actual cheating part of it. Sure. However, I moved to San Antonio, January 25th. Okay. Um, everything was good for a little minute. Um, come February, we had, he planned a Valentine's day trip because, you know, I planned all the move by myself and, Everything that, you know, the transition from all these houses, like I did on my own because he was working. So he's like, okay, I want to take you, you know, somewhere for Valentine's Day. I planned this trip. He didn't tell me what it was. I was just like, oh my gosh, like we flying somewhere. He was like, I'm going to just tell you we'll get to the airport and all this stuff and all this shit. Right. So, you know, he was, you know, he was selling me a trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, he, I actually got it, finally got it out of him because I was like, well, I don't know what to wear and I don't want to go somewhere and I ain't dressed, you know, it's cold and stuff. So he actually ended up telling me that he had booked um, a trip to Atlantic City and um, I'm sorry, New but there's some, some noise oh, in the background. I'm, I'm sorry, let me, let me close the door. Let me close the door. Here. So yeah, he had planned a trip to fly to New York on Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. And then the next day we was going to get up, drive to Atlantic City. And oh, then, wow. Um, stay in Atlantic City for two days. And then we was going to drive back to New York and then, you know, come home. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. It was going to be a nice little trip. Well, yeah. come um, Valentine's Day 14th. Come the 12th. Actually, no, the 13th. We had got into it for... It was something minor we had got into it for. It was earlier that day. Okay. And later on, he was texting me from the kitchen. And I was like, don't text me from the... I was like, we grown as hell. We in the same house. Don't text me while you're in the house with me. If you got something to say, come tell me. Uh-huh. So about 30 minutes later, it's like 11 o'clock at night at this time. I'm already in the bed or whatever else. Gonna, you know, get ready to go on our trip or whatever. We was leaving out at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. So he come in there, turn the light on and stuff. I'm already asleep. 
damn near asleep. And then he like, so what's up? And he was angry when he was started the conversation off. And I'm a person, if you can't talk to me in a regular tone, I'm not going to speak with you. Okay. Like, I'm just not going to talk to you. Like, you're going to talk to me normal or we're not going to talk. Like, right. you're not going to yell at me. I'm not your kid. Like, no, none of that stuff. Sure. So he was, you know, he was aggressive when he was talking. He was drinking or whatever else. So I was laying in the bed and I was ignoring him. Well, he picked up a T-shirt. He bought it up and he chunked it at my face. Like, uh-huh. literally threw it like a fucking baseball at my face. Uh-huh. So I jumped up and my first reaction was, you got me fucked up and I was on my way to go get my pistol. This is the first time he ever showed any type of aggression towards me. Sure. Were you scared or just like, mad? No, I was mad. I wasn't scared at all. I was mad. Like he was in my face. And I was like, you need to get the fuck out of my face uh-huh. before I kill you. Like I was, you know, he was in my, he came around this other side of the bed and I was like, you need to get the fuck out of my face before I, before I kill you or whatever. And you're so ready to shoot him now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was really, okay. Because, and I, and I say this, I say that to say this because my mom, I was, I, I grew up in an abusive household. Like my, you know, my father, you know, he hit my mom every, until I was 16 years old until she decided to leave. Mm. She was married for 25 years, mm. you know? So my thing was, I don't tolerate domestic violence. Like that's, sure. that's not, nah, that ain't acceptable. Like I always sure. say, you got one time to put your hands on me and I kill you. Sure. Sure. Um, I understand so, when you said, when you put it that way, I totally understand. I mean, yeah. no matter what I understand, but especially if that's something that's a very, very sensitive subject to you, because it's something you've dealt with your whole life and had to watch the, your mother. I'm sure the woman you love more than anybody go through all that pain. And he knew this. Right. He already, and he knew that. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, he so, doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah, yeah, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> However, so, so, you know, I'm mad and stuff or whatever else. I go uh-huh. and I uh-huh. um, go get in, the, in my daughter's bed and go to sleep. Uh-huh. He texts me at three o'clock, like, hey, we need to get up so we can get ready to go. I ignored it. He texted again, like, did you get the text? And I texted him back and I was like, I ain't going nowhere. So all this time he's sitting outside in the garage talking to my parents. You know, they had came down and they were staying with me until they had found a place because they was going to transition to San Antonio to help me as well because I have no family here and they was going to help me with the kids. They go tell, he go telling them, oh, she mad because, you know, whatever. And I threw a little, so I just tossed the shirt at her. So now she mad or whatever. So my mom come in the house, you know, at three something and she's talking to me and she like, um, just go on the trip and have fun. And all this stuff because she thinking he just you know just tossed the shirt at me and i'm just right. mad and you're He's, overreacting every yeah. every time every time we ever had a dispute he runs to my friends and my family to try to get ahead of the story uh. like so anywho my mom was like just go and i was like no i said because if i go i'm not gonna say nothing and the trip not gonna be enjoyable and i'd rather not it was another couple going from out of town and i was like i'd rather not you know ruin anyone else's trip Sure. So he was like, you really not going to go and make me waste my money and all this shit and all this stuff? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to go. So he flew out and he went to Atlantic City. And you really himself. didn't go. Wow. No, I, no, I really didn't go. I because respect that. Me, I respect that. Because I think me, most people would have said I'm not going and then they would have ended up going. I respect that you actually didn't go. I, I don't care about monetary things like trips and money and stuff like that. I'd rather have my dignity and my respect over any of that. I'm based on the story you've told me so far. I was swore to God you were about to tell me you ended up going. Nope. I'm I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you didn't nope. go. I didn't go. Like, are you proud of yourself? I bet yeah, you I was. Were. I was very. I was very proud of myself. That's one you could never buy me stuff and stuff like that for me to feel some type of way. Like I'm always feel how I feel 
Sure. Regardless. I'm sure. a I'll accept what I want to accept, but now like you're not gonna take my dignity and my respect from me. That's something you just ain't gonna do. So I didn't go. He okay. went to the day he got there, whatever else, he all on live talking about all oh, I don't have a Valentine and all this shit, all this little sob story so people could feel sorry for him and all this shit or whatever. Uh-huh. He went to a concert and sending me like the little blues concert and shit. And I knew he was, I'm like, he didn't tell me where he was going, but he went to a little old school concert. I'm like, I don't want to fuck up to the old school concert. Like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I would have been mad going to listen to fucking the, the fuck Ivy Blues Brothers and shit. Hey, if you didn't like, know he was 44 then, you were about to find out. <laughs> I was about to fucking find out. Yes. Yes. Hey, I'm almost that old, so I can't make fun of it. I love that shit, but I just think that's funny, though. How old are you? I'm 30. Oh, okay. I'm 38. Anyway, I'm right between Yeah, I mean, I grew up on it, but I mean, my ideal of a concert out of town is not going to see, you know, Caesar. It's just not. I'm trying to turn up. I don't want to listen to woman to woman and fucking my blue suede shoes. I just don't want to. I just, I just don't want to. However, you know, and I'm missing a lot of arguments in between here because it's been crazy ever since. But, um, you know, so he's sending me the concert videos and stuff like this. And I'm like, I don't want to see that stuff. And the moment he got there, he had FaceTimed me from the room to show me the room or whatever else. And I'm like, I don't want to see that. He like, you must be with some other nigga. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't run to people just because uh-huh. I'm in an argument with, you know, my guy or whatever. Like, that's just not me. I find healing in other places. Sure. So um, I ignored him the whole time he was there and all that shit or whatever else. And, you know, he's slandering me on Facebook and all this shit or whatever else. I'm like, okay, whatever. He come back. We still not together. I'm still ignoring him or whatever. After a little bit, you know, we got back together. Well, I mean, you weren't actually broke up, right? You lived in the same house still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we wasn't actually broke up. It was just that situation. He came back. And he apologized, you know, well, actually, when he was there, he was texting saying that he didn't think the shirt was that serious. But thinking about it and thinking about, like, how I grew up, whatever else, he can see how it really hit me in a different way than just throwing. It was more than just throwing the T-shirt or whatever. Uh So, you know, he apologized and stuff like that. And I accepted and, you know, I was trying to move on from it. But it was the first sign, like my mama told me. She sat in that room and she was like, well, don't go. She said, if you feel that way, you know, go with your first mind and don't go. She said, right. the first sign is being something thrown at you or you being pushed or you being shoved. And it goes from there. You accept so that like, and then it levels up. Exactly. And she right. been through it. So she knows. She didn't know what the extent of the T-shirt was. He told, his, he told his version of the story. She thought it was no big deal. Then you said, no, this... This guy threw this thing at me like hard. And then she's like, exactly. oh, okay, it's a different thing. Okay, I got it. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. So, you know, we got back together and all this stuff or whatever. And I mean, most of the time I, I knew I wasn't working, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my kids is in this house, my parents is here, whatever else. So uh-huh. a lot of it I just took because of the situation I didn't want to be in that I'm in now. You're understanding your vulnerability in the situation that I'm relying on this guy 100%. If he pulls out on me, I got nothing. Right. Got we it. moved on. We moved on from that situation, and let me see. This is February. Come March, mm-hmm. it was a lot of more arguing. And um, March twenty third, actually, we was riding in the car, mm-hmm. and he went in the store. It was we was good. Like we woke up, we good, happy, in love, whatever else. He went in the store, and his phone went off. I pick up the phone, and it was the Instagram alert. So I go to the Instagram. He gave me all the passwords and everything. I never checked his phone. Never Uh checked his phone because 
I mean, I'm not, I'm a firm believer of if you can't trust someone, then you really shouldn't be with them like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to go in your phone and try to find some shit or whatever else. It's just going to make me crazy at the end of the day. So I try to not even think about what you can be doing Mm -hmm. because it's just going to drive me crazy. If I'm not going to leave, I'm not going to check it or whatever else. It's going to drive me crazy. So I go on the phone and I see messages of him, you know, DMing people and all this stuff and liking comments and actually... I'm ahead of myself. Let me let me let me back up. Let me back up. Okay. Back up. Yep. Okay. So I'm gonna back up to March 12th. Okay. He had planned this trip because my parents, you know, they was gonna watch the kids for me when we went out of town on this vacation to um we was gonna go on the cruise. Okay, so plan another we, vacation. We yep, we was gonna plan a cruise <clears throat> mm-hmm. and we were supposed to go on the cruise at the end of March. Okay. And so he was like, We're gonna I'm gonna take your parents to Louisiana on the 12th, 13th, and 14th, and then we'll come back the 15th and we'll leave to go on the cruise on the 16th. He said, we'll take them there since they're going to watch the kids for the week and all this stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, the day before the 12th, we was on the phone and he was saying that he felt some type of way because I don't come out there and stay in the truck with him. He said that, you know, he'd be working all the time and he don't be wanting to drive home. Why I don't come out there and stay in the truck with him and all that stuff. And I was just telling him like, well, for one, you never asked me to. And I said, for two, I'd move to San Antonio so you can come home every night. Right. Not for me to come stay in a truck with you. <laughs> Seriously. Like, but that's why I moved to all, I moved all the way from, you know, Dallas to San Antonio so you can come home. Right. Not for me to, you know, drive, you know, 50, 60 miles to stay in your truck in a twin size bed in the back of this 18 wheeler. I didn't move here for that. I have three yeah. kids at home. It doesn't matter if my parents are at home or not. These are not their children. These are my kids. Like, right. it's my responsibility to, you know, get them dressed, feed them, and everything, you know, a parent's supposed to do. That's no right. one else's job. Why do you think he wanted you to do that? It seems like a weird request. Because he was, I mean, he he lo- he needs somebody. That, he needs somebody. Like, he's always needs somebody mm. Mm. with him. He's a needy person. He told me, like, from the beginning of the relationship, he told me that he, you know, he can't be alone. He told me that. Hmm. So I don't want to get I don't want to get si- I don't want to sidetrack from your story too much, but I do always wonder whenever you have somebody like him who's got these patterns, what's going on with them? Like what's happened to them and why do they feel the way they feel? Right. Like he's lonely. He's doing all well, the stuff which we'll get into. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but stuff that's going on with you. And- yeah. Remember. Remember that. Remember that. And we'll. I'm, I'm going to hit on that for you. OK. OK. So, yeah. So anyways, um, he's telling me like, you know you don't come out here and all this stuff. And he was telling me how he was feeling. Mm -hmm. And I was just telling him like, you know, I didn't move out here for that and all this stuff. So we had a conversation about it and he was like, all right, well, I'm going to let you go and get off the phone. You have a good night. Well, Uh the next day I'm still, you know, I get up, me and my mom go to the nail shop and I go get my hair and stuff done that morning and all that stuff. You know, he's out there in the oil field, you know, doing, you know, working so I was at the nail shop and he texted me like, is we still going? And I was like, you know, I don't want to go if we not talking. I said, I don't even want to do that. Uh-huh. And he was like, well, I ain't got no problem. What time are you going to be to the house? So I told him I'd be at the house at four o'clock and, you know, whatever else we'll leave about five thirty six o'clock. Uh-huh. I walk in, you know, the front door and I tell him, I was like, hey, you cute. Because he, you know, went to the mall and got his little clothes and all that shit or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, you cute. And he's like, thanks. So I walked to the room to go get ready. He just sit on the couch the whole time. I'm like, if you wanted to have a conversation, you know, you could have came there and talked to me instead of still avoiding, you know, the whole little situation. 
So we get ready to leave, all four of us. We get ready to leave. And we, you know, me and him riding in the backseat, my parents driving. And he put the middle armrest down. So I'm like, okay, well, cool. So I started watching it. <laughs> right. He put the arm- so you put the middle armrest down. I'm like, okay, he still got issues. Like that's I like a say- that's like a universal relationship thing, right? If you put right. the middle armrest down, we're fighting right now. Yeah, like and I good. told you I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave like this. Like I didn't. Right, right. So we didn't talk the whole six and a half hour car, right? Oh man. So we get there, you know, we talking to my parents and stuff, we're not talking to each other. We mm. get there and, um, you know, we go upstairs, put the bags upstairs. He was like, I'm going to go downstairs to gamble. So he go downstairs to gamble or whatever else. And I eventually come down. We still not talking to each other, mm-hmm. you know? So I go upstairs and um, I go to sleep. He stayed downstairs. All- he had a gambling problem too. Uh-huh. He get mad when he don't, when he can't gamble and stuff, when he losing his money and stuff like that, he get real angry. Uh-huh. So he stayed downstairs all night. So about three o'clock the next day, I texted him and I was like, hey, we want to go get something to eat. He was like, well, y'all can go without me. I'm a gamble for a little longer after he's been there all this time. So I'm mad at this point because I didn't come all the way out of town. You know, this was supposed to be a trip for my parents, not for us sure. to just stay in the casino gambling. Because I like to gamble too, but it wasn't a trip for me. I knew I was going to go on a cruise. And now you feel like it's become uncomfortable a little bit for your parents. Well, it, that too, but I just feel at this point, I feel like you wanted to gamble. So that's why you decided to go on this trip. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. So we go, um, he fin- he's still gambling or whatever. We come from eating. And mm-hmm. I said, well, we finna go over, me and my mom finna go over to these shops. He's mm-hmm. like, well, I'll let y'all go. I'm finna go up here and sleep. He went back there to gamble. <laughs> 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 he went back there. Hello, he went back there to gamble. So anyways, after we got done shopping, he was upstairs asleep. I go upstairs. Mom was like, hey, just go over there and be nice or whatever else and make up with him and all this stuff. And um, so I get there. I get up to the room. He's sleeping, all that. So I get in the bed and I go to sleep as well. He woke me up about maybe 8, 30, 9 o'clock and was like, call your mom and let's go get something to eat. Okay. So I call her, I hit her up or whatever else. And she was like, yeah, we hungry. We're going to go eat crab legs at this other casino down there or whatever. So I get up and I get ready to get dressed. He was already dressed and everything. I get ready to get dressed and he give me a purse, well, a box. And I already knew what was in the box. So he handed me the box. I was sitting on the bed after I had just woke up and he gave me the box. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, thanks. He's like, you're not going to open it? And I'm like, uh, I already know what's in it. <laughs> he's like, well, yeah, but open it. So I'm like, you can't give me something. All you have to do is just apologize or try to ask to talk to me. And then we can get past that. I don't want a gift thinking that's going to just make everything better. Like, right. that ain't what I need. Right. So anyways, I opened the box or whatever else. I'm like, ooh, thanks. So I closed the box back, whatever else, and I put it on the dresser inside the hotel room. I go get dressed or whatever. We leave. We go to the casino. We still not talking. Uh-huh. We eat. He's like, well, I'm going to go gamble. This at a whole nother casino. So we go back to our hotel. He stayed downstairs and he gambled. And then my mom, they went to their hotel because they were staying next door. And she called me like, hey, we have to leave. It's a guy over here with the corona. They shutting down the hotel. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I hurry up and put my clothes on or whatnot. And I go downstairs to where he was. And I was like, hey, we need to leave because we was in Louisiana. I said, hey, we need to leave before they shut down this hotel, too, because they locked everyone in. I said, because they shut down my parents' hotel or whatever else. I said, we need to leave, you know, Louisiana so we can get home before we be stuck here. Yeah. Because I didn't know how bad it was. 
And it's really like, bad down there. Right. And it's 1230 at night at this point. Right. Well, yeah, like one o'clock, almost one o'clock in the morning. He was like, I ain't finna get on the road with nobody at one o'clock in the morning. That's too dangerous. He's like, you can just leave me. And uh-huh. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, just leave me or whatever. I ain't finna get on the road. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go tell my mom and I was like, well, he not going. I said, I'm about to leave. And um, she with my stepdad, I was like, no, I don't leave him and all this other shit wow. or whatever. Wow, wow. I was really about to leave because I'm like, you've been gambling this whole time. We haven't been talking. I'm tired of being here. Like, I'm ready to go. And now it's dangerous. Yeah. And now it's dangerous and you still trying to gamble and shit. Like, yeah. no, it's time. I was like, it's time to go. Right. So he's like, just leave me. So I was like, all right, cool. And I told my mom, I was like, look, I stay until six o'clock. After when six o'clock come, I'm gone. Right. So I slept. I didn't wake up at six. I woke up at eight o'clock. Oh, no. Yeah, I woke up at eight o'clock. I called my mom and I was like, I'm already packed. I'm showered. I'm going to head it down to my car. Y'all ready to go. So my stepdad had hurried up and called him like, she about to go. And when I was headed out the door, he was coming in there or whatever. And he was like, I'm coming too. It's too late. You done missed your ride now. Like, I'm, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already out the door. Like, I'm out the door. So I go next door. I, I get my car from the valet. I go next door to pick my mom and them up. And my stepdad was like, he next door waiting. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I pull back next door. I pull up in front. He's sitting out there with his bags, his little suitcase and stuff. And when I pull up, well, he go to the trunk. And instead of putting his suitcase in, he grabs the purse box that he had gave me and was like, all right, y'all, I'll find me a ride home. Wow. That's all he wanted was just to get the purse back. That's funny. This is petty. This is Yeah, petty. like, <laughs> so anyway. I'm uh, mad at this point because I'm like, I could have left at fucking 12 o'clock last night. Sure. I would have been at home already. Absolutely. So he get the per- he get the purse out or whatever else. So I get out the car too. So, you know, we like tussling back and forth over this shit or whatever else. And like the suitcases and all this shit or whatever else. We like just, it's stupid. Like it's real petty and childish and stupid. I'm pissed off. And he's standing all outside talking about I got a purse for sale and all this shit. So anyways, wow. I just leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's standing outside the casino, like I got a purse for sale and all this stuff. So I leave. Like we That's get in funny. the car and I leave. So he cut my phone off. <clears throat> Why? Because my I was on his phone. He talked me into that too. Uh-huh. I was on his phone plan or whatever. And so he cut my phone off on the way to the house. Immediately. Yeah. You know, thinking it was going to bother me or whatever. Right. So anyways, um, he texted me like, I can't believe you left me. I'm done and all this stuff. Well, actually, when I left you, I was done too. So he stayed down there. Let me see. We left out Sunday. He stayed down there until he came back about maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. And when he came back to San Antonio, um, I like to gamble. So like we have like the little circle, like some guys or whatever that we have like dice parties and shit like that. Sure. Sure. So we end up going to gamble uh-huh. or whatever the guys, you know, they hit me up, whatever. I was like, Hey, we're going to be over here gambling or whatever else. So he was already over there. Uh huh. So when I walk in or whatever, um, and I tell everybody, hey, we start gambling. Well, when they get around time for me to like shoot dice, he like, oh, she ain't going to hit shit. She a pussy. She ain't about shit and stuff. like. So he started taunting me. Wow. Yeah. Like he started he start messing with me or whatever else. Did he so think it was funny was, or was he being like mean? No, he was being mean. He was okay. being real petty and childish and mean or whatever. Okay. So everybody okay. already looking like, what the fuck? You know what so I'm saying? So you guys like, are still not good. We still not good. We haven't talked or anything. We still okay. not good. Okay. So he started taunting me and stuff like that. So when it was time to his time to shoot dice, 
I'm like, oh, he weak, he soft. I just give him what he just gave me. Right. And he couldn't take it because he's not used to people like standing up and talking shit back to him. So I started talking shit too. And I was like, oh, he a pussy or whatever else. I was like, he ain't gonna hit shit. The same exact words he gave me. Right. So he stopped. He stopped shooting dice. And he picked up the water bottle and he threw it at my ass. Wow. He opened it and he threw it at me. So I'm already like, bitch, you got me fucked up at this point. So, you know, he, he came in my face, whatever else. And I mean, it is what it was. Like, I mean, his chain got broke. Like, it, it was what it was at that point. Like, he was like, oh, bitch, you didn't call me all names in front of these guys. The guys was, like, trying to break it up and shit. Like, yeah. we really, like, we got into it, got into it. Like, that was like, you got me fucked up. Did he punch he you at all? Did you punch him? <laughs> he didn't punch me at all. He was just grabbing me, whatever else. And I was, like, trying to choke him up and shit like that. To yeah. Whatever. So you guys are wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So we was wrestling. Gotcha. Um, got so it. I get back to the house or whatever else. And, he and were you all wet? Yeah, I was soaking. Yes, my hair, my leave out was wet. Everything was wet. I was pissed off. So you're pissed off. You got hit with the water bottle. You're embarrassed. This is a crazy scene. Well, right I now. wasn't. I wasn't embarrassed because of like. Okay. I mean, you just you look like the stupid one for doing this to a woman. Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. But there's no guy who stands up in that moment and says, "Hey, you can't hit a woman with a water bottle." Nobody. Oh says, yeah, yeah. There was no guy to tell. There was no guy to tell him like, "Nah, that wasn't cool." Not yeah, one that's, guy. That's, that's, that's unfortunate that that happens, right? That 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 there's somewhere where that's okay, at least to the point where somebody's not going to stand up for you and say, "Hey, you can't do that." Yeah, not one guy. However, hmm. when he leave, they called me and was like, "Oh yeah, he was wrong for that and all this shit or whatever else." That's don't that don't do me no justice for you to tell me and you not telling him. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That that's not doing me anything. You know. But so, anyways. Right. He gets to the house, whatever else, and he'll he apologizing. He tell my mom and them that I was fucking calling him all these days and stuff like that, or whatever else. He apologizing and all this shit or whatever else. He was drinking, I was drinking, whatever. And um, so he ended up saying, he said that I just feel like I just went you calling me these names in front of these guys just made me feel like a little a bitch and all this stuff and it makes them that they can disrespect me too if you calling me these names and stuff i said well it goes the same way you know you saying i ain't gonna hit shit and i'm pussy and all this stuff i said why do you even want to say that about your girl in front of these guys right like that don't make no sense so i mean another day or two went by whatever else i let it go and we got back together okay well that was like maybe mm, 12 13 14 that was like march 17th Okay. Right. So basically a month ago. Yeah, basically a month ago. That was March 17th. Okay. And well, at that, and at that March, point, you guys been together for six months. Because this is a lot of shit that happened. It is six and, months. And it's all six months. This is, it in sounds all, like we're talking about five years of relationship. This is six months. And it was months. so much more than this that I can't even remember right now. I should have sure. been writing it down when you, when you reached out to me. It was yeah. so much more than this. I just can't even remember it right now. Yeah, I got you. Okay. However, okay, so that was like March 16th or whatever else. We got okay. cool back a little bit or whatever. And then on March 22nd, that was the day we had went out and then his phone was dingling. I went in the phone and I seen that, you know, he was Instagramming people. His phone right? was dingling? <laughs> well, it was, it was dinging. Like, it was like, you know, the little alert. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, it I'm was sorry. Okay, it was dingling. <laughs> got it, got it. 
That's a, that's a new one. I'm using that. Yeah, it was jiggling. That's why we talk about kids. <laughs> but anyways, so it, I went, I go in there, whatever else, and I see like the um the Instagrams or whatever. But all the Instagrams was from when he was in Louisiana. So wait, so let, I, I don't like, I don't understand what you're saying. You saw what? Do you go in his Instagram or what is it that you're talking about? What are you saying? Yeah, so I go to his Instagram and go to the DM the your messages. Your so you, log, messages. you logged into his DMs. Well, yeah, it was already logged in, but oh, yeah. okay. So you're just logged into his account and you got a notification as a message, so you're checking his messages. Right. I opened it on his phone. I didn't have to log in. I just opened oh, okay. it on the phone. On his phone, got because it. Because he okay. had a message. Sure, got so it. So when I go to the messages, it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, how you I always thought you was sexy and just little shit like that. Like just uh-huh. little comments that him and a couple it was like four different females or whatever. But they always backdated to, you know, when we was had the little dispute in Louisiana when um he stayed there and stuff like that. So he okay. said we wasn't together. However, uh, okay, so okay. when I seen that, you know, we was out, you know, the coronavirus going on, the grocery store is out of food. We was out looking for some um some spaghetti because he was gonna cook or whatever. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm ha- I'm good at the beginning of the day. He get back in the car after I seen the messages. And my attitude has changed. However, I, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to argue about the situation at that moment. I don't want to say nothing about it. But you know how you know some information and your body language changed, but you just don't want to, like, get into it. It's hard to hide what you know. It's, it's hard to hide what you know, but you hiding it. Right. But, you know, I yeah. want to calm down and then talk about it later because I already knew that it was going to go there. So, so first, it. let's hunt for some spaghetti and then we'll yeah. get into it after we yeah. <laughs> So he was like, what's wrong? He was like, he was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, nothing. He was like, it is something wrong with you. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm good. I don't want to talk about it. I was like, we'll talk about it later because I don't feel like arguing. He was like, no, we're going to talk about it. And I was like, no, I don't want to talk about it because we're going to end up arguing. Uh So anywho. But so what um, you're saying by saying that is indirectly is like, yeah, I got some shit to talk about. Yeah. 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 I don't want to talk about it when I'm already, I'm like, what the hell, you know? Yeah. Like, let me calm down a little bit or whatever else and just think about, you know, what I just read and then we'll talk about it. Sure. So he was like, no, we're going to talk about it now and all this stuff. So he's like, let me, uh, he pulled inside of Chick, we just got some Chick-fil-A. He bagged up in the parking lot. We sitting in the parking lot. Okay. And he's like, so what's up? And I was like, you're a liar. I said, when you came back, you asked me, was I talking to somebody or whatever else? I told you, no, you told me you wasn't, you know, you didn't reach out to nobody and all this shit too or whatever else. I was like, you lied. Or whatever, I looked at your messages. He was like, oh, he made an excuse up or whatever. I was like, we went together and that wasn't like that and all this shit. Uh-huh. So he was like, let me see your phone. So I gave him my phone because I knew that I wasn't talking to no one. Right. Well, when the moment he opened my phone up, he had seen that it was a um, it was a, a face. You know how you message, you call somebody through Instagram? Yeah. Well, he had seen that it was a guy in there. He had FaceTime me. Well, not FaceTime, but he had video called me on Instagram because he's a music manager and he was going to manage my little brother, but my little brother had got locked up or whatever else. So he still called and check on my little brother to check on like, you know, what's ha- going on with him. Okay. So that's what that was. So he threw the phone back at me. It was like, I seen all, all I wanted to see. So he tried to switch the story back on. Uh, put you on the defensive again, up to the old again. tricks. Yeah, he tried yeah. to put me on the defensive again. So I was like, nah, you're not going to turn this on me. So him seeing that took him way over the edge. Like uh. it just me seeing what I seen compared nothing to what he's seen. So he pulled in, he was like, Oh, you got me effed up and all this stuff. So he drove a little bit. We was on the South side of San Antonio and he pulled in this abandoned park. 
And when he pulled in this abandoned park, he parked or whatever else. And he was like, bitch, you got me fucked up. And he grabbed the back of my head. And he like, we both sitting in the front seat of this truck. It was a um, loaner truck from the dealership because his was getting fixed. And he grabbed the back of my head and he pulled it back between the two seats. Mm. So now my my head is like down there in the back seat and my body is still in the front seat. And he like, oh, you got me fucked up and all this shit or whatever else. So I'm trying to get him off of me because he was choking me at this point. Mm. And I'm trying to get him off of me. And this nigga head butt the shit out of me i started seeing fucking stars oh my god he had but and he's on top of me at this point so now i'm trying to like kick and i'm screaming and i i end up flipping him and we both in the back seat now that's how like we was tussling in the car because i'm trying to get away from him and i'm trying to fight back and all this shit so we end up in the back seat i end up opening up the door i'm laying on the seat he laying on top of me i'm grabbing his nuts and everything he like bitch get off of me like it's going down in the backseat of this fucking GMC Sierra. <laughs> yeah, like we was actually, it was actually going down in the back of the seat. Cause I was trying to get his ass. He's six five. He's six six, two hundred and like eighty pounds. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, you know, five nine, hundred and fifty. Yeah. He's a he's a bigger guy. His legs are small as hell. Cause you can see in that one picture I posted. I said <laughs> you can see the picture where I said we cute, but my leg my legs skinnier than a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that, but thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, you gotta go back to that. I, said, I have cute, to go back. I had posted a picture of us. I said we cute, but my legs skinnier than a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. I'm about to repost this so you can see it. Um, so yeah. So anyways, um You're hilarious. Yeah, so I get I actually get him, you know, off the top of me and I, uh, I open up the door and I kick him over top of me outside the car. Like I'm just I'm hitting, I'm fighting, I'm trying to get you off of me. Yeah. Like whatever I'm whatever I can do, I'm trying to do. Like you're yeah. a big guy. Yeah, yeah. So he get out the car and I jump in the front seat and I try to like, I mean, all jokes aside, right. We're talking about a big guy that's choking you out in an abandoned parking lot. This is not a good situation. It scared the shit. No, it really scared the shit out of me because I didn't know where, what you was capable of doing. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. At that point, like you never know, like you think that I'm talking to this guy and I mean, guys get jealous when you talk. Like, I didn't know what you was capable of doing at this point. Sure, sure. So yeah. I jump out, uh, I jump in the front seat when I kick him out the back seat of the car. I heard him jump in the front seat and I like threw it in drive and like he jumps in the front seat and like almost like falls on the ground because I was trying to take off at the moment. Wow. And he like throws the car in park. Like I'm he throws the truck in park. So at this point or whatever, I jump out the driver's seat and I start like I took I left my purse and I took off um trying to like get to the street or whatever because i was talking about help help but no one here so i took off to the street he jumps in the car and he takes off and he's like going back up and forth so i'm crossing the street and stuff whatever else so he just takes off and he goes down the main street so i'm walking down the other end of the main street and these these little mexican guys whatever they stop and they actually let me use their phone so i call my mom and i was like hey you know this is what happened I said, I'm going to walk to this Marriott. I was like, come pick me up. She was like 35 minutes away. I'm like, hey, come pick me up. Oh, no. So while I was sitting in the Marriott, he pulled up and he threw me out my purse, but he kept my phone and he took my money out my purse. But he threw me out the purse. I had like a little Louis Vuitton wallet or whatever. He threw it out, but he kept my money in my phone because my phone was in the car too. What was the point of giving your purse back without your money and phone? (laughs) Exactly. And the money was just bill money that he still had to pay. However... My mom come get me. 
He's are you bleeding there. from the headbutt? Are you bleeding? No, I wasn't bleeding. But when I tell you the size of the knot on my head, oh, was, man. I was all in the hotel, like covering it up with my hands so they couldn't see this shit, trying to use the phone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it was, man. It was really bad. Like my head. And it's crazy because like after all of this, I'm still having, I've never like had migraines and stuff before. Like, but I'm still having like migraines and stuff now. And just like little, I'm hearing, it's crazy, but like, I'm hearing shit. And I don't know why I'm hearing, not like voices, but like ringing. I'm like, damn, my phone ringing. My sister's like, no, like I don't hear. And it's, it's weird. I don't know. I need to go get it checked out. Have you? Yeah. Maybe you had a concussion. It's easy to get a concussion that way. You it should really definitely is. go get that checked out. Yeah. And okay. this was after, but this was, this happened earlier that daytime. So all the other stuff happened. I get to the house, uh-huh. you know, I get to the house. So your mom um, picks you up from the Marriott? Yeah. So okay. she picks me up from the Marriott. Okay. Um, we pull up at the house and he's at the house cleaning out the truck because I told you we had just went to Chick-fil-A. So all the Chick-fil-A got everywhere, you know, everywhere. Like it was honey mustard everywhere. Wow. So I um get out the car with her and I go in the house and um he's still outside and I start, I go to bed. My head hurting or whatever else. I go to my room, I close the door, I go to bed. I get up. It's about maybe mm, about seven o'clock at night. This all happened in the same day. It's about seven o'clock at night. He was in the living room and I walk up to him. I was like, hey, can I have my phone? And he was like, you ain't getting shit. So my parents was in the backyard. I go out there and I tell my stepdad, I was like, hey, can you go in there and ask him, can I have my phone? So my stepdad goes in there and asks him, can he, Can I get my phone? And he like, nah, she ain't getting a motherfucking thing. So I'm like, the fuck? So I'm like, whatever, I ain't going to worry about it and whatever else. So I go back in my room. Mm. And when I go back in my room, um, I'm laying down and something just told me to go outside and go get the phone, go look in the back seat and see if the phone's in there. And it was in the middle thing, the middle little pullout thing mm-hmm. in the back seat. Mm-hmm. so i get my phone or whatever else and i ain't even mad no more like i'm like okay whatever i got my phone back whatever the nigga crazy like he's been drinking like whatever so i go back in the house and he he forgot to take the key out my purse to the truck so mm-hmm. now he can't go anywhere because i got the key so now i'm like okay whatever i got the key he like give me the key or whatever else whatever else i was just playing with him or whatever so i walk up we was outside and my stepdad was like hey give him the key and I was like, I was ignoring my stepdad. He's like, you really going to ignore me? And I was still ignoring him because my thing is, don't ask me to give him something back. And when I just told you to get, tell him to give me my phone, you didn't go do it. Right. So because he, when he came back outside, he told me, he said, I don't want nothing to do with that. But your poor stepdad is honestly just in the middle of this madness trying yeah. to trying to like remedy shit. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like, he's definitely, he's definitely like in the middle of all this shit. It's, like, none of it has anything to do with him. He's just like, man, stop the shit, right? Is what right. He's yeah, he's do. definitely, in, he's definitely in the middle of all this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So anywho, um, sure. so I walk in the house, and when I walked in the house, I went to my room, and I came out the room, and I walked towards the kitchen. And uh-huh. when I walked towards the kitchen, that's when he grabbed me from behind, and he like, he. Yeah, that's how all the other shit happened. So what happened? He grabbed me from behind, he punched me to the ground and started kicking and punching me. Oh, wow. Yeah. He started full-blown kicking and punching you on the ground, and your parents are in the house, too. Well, yeah, they had just went upstairs, and uh, once they heard it, like, all the stuff, me screaming and all that stuff or whatever, they had came out, and uh, my mama was like, oh, fuck no, whatever, and he 
took off. Like when I tell you like a track star, he took off running. Like I didn't even, I thought his legs wouldn't even, yeah, he took off running through the garage and was out. And was mm-hmm. gone. I laid there. It was blood all over the floor. I was in a puddle oh. of blood. My mama thought I was damn near dead. Like it was crazy. And she was like, I'm calling the police and all this shit or whatever else. I fought back much as I could or whatever else. So he got like a little black eye or whatever for me kicking him, you know, cause I was on, the, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, um, uh-huh. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he just chose that day to full blown have a meltdown. That exactly. was his day to just say, fuck it. I'm just going to go all the way there this time. Exactly. Lose mm-hmm. his shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended up going, um, the ambulance came, the police came and all that stuff. And they wouldn't give me a protection order. Cause they said we have to find them. So they're like, they don't find him tonight. Then, you know, I have to go through the, the pressing charges, which takes fucking weeks. I'm still, I'm still waiting on the detective for pressing charges still today. And this, this happened, happened when? On the 23rd of March. Okay. So we're talking about really just three weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, I went to the, the ambulance came, whatever. I couldn't even walk. So I, they had to get the stretcher and shit like that. And wow. I had ended up getting, my lip was, it wasn't busted. It was like split. So they had to attach it back together with 12 stitches oh, in no. my lip. Um, I had a, a cracked rib and a ruptured spleen, not including all the bruises and all, all that shit. Wow. A ruptured spleen. That's heavy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. That's fucked up. That's yep. fucked up. So you go to the hospital. How long are you there? Did you come home like this the same night, the next morning kind of deal? Yeah, it was. Um, I came home the next day okay. after, you know, all the tests came back and all that stuff, whatever else. They released me from the hospital. Um, I come home and, you know, I just sleep for a while, you know, just trying to sleep everything off and all that stuff. I just sleep. And let me see when that takes place. Um, he had came back cause I guess he knew the law. So he had came back over there two days later. Okay. And when he came back over there two days later, um, I was already packing my shit up. Like I was packing the whole house up. I was going to move. I was going to move the whole house. Where were you going to go? And shit. I was put, just putting it in storage it was in finna just go wherever I can go. Like I was right. wherever a hotel until I found another house at that moment. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. Cause at, I'm dependent on this man because he talked me into quitting my job. So you That's can, why I'm I don't have any, yeah, yeah like I don't, I don't have any funds. So I, I don't know. I just knew I need to get away from him. What um, about your sister? Where does your sister live? She lives in San Antonio as well. Um, but I, you know, it's me, my three kids, my mom, and my stepfather in this house. It's a lot of people. So you know, I'm yeah, it's a lot of people. So I'm like, you know, I can. We all just can't go to her house. You know, it's it's a lot. Right. So right, anywho, right, right, um, right. and I'm trying to, my memory be so selective when I'm the, I got lost in memory too. It's, I really need to go get checked out cause it's, a, it's crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So anyways, I'm packing up the whole house or whatever else. And then he pulls up while I had sold the furniture. It was some furniture upstairs and I had sold it to these, I had put an offer up or whatever. And, um, I, the guys was actually moving the furniture. They would get ready to pull out the driveway uh-huh. when he had pulled up. And he caused this big ass thing talking about that's my stuff. And I'm calling, he called the police and all this shit or whatever else. The police came. He called the police. Yeah. He called the police cause I was selling the stuff out the house, but he never got in trouble for beating the shit out of you. He never got in trouble for no, never got in trouble. So when the police came, you know, I'm like, you know, I just got out of the hospital. He did this or whatever else. And they was like, well, 
he don't have a warrant right now and there's no protection order in. There's nothing we can do to him. Really? I swear to God. Still to listen. The police been to that. I just moved. I, I oh, the police been to that house so many times, and they just like ain't nothing we can do. Let me get However, this right. So you're telling me that he punched and kicked you, split your lip into a million pieces, burst your spleen, cracked a rib, all this shit, and the police. And he's got the nerve, first of all, to call the police. The police show up. Mm-hmm. Why is he not? I don't well, understand Texas, how he's not a suspect for uh, te- for abuse. Texas law is that if they don't catch you within 24 hours of the assault, then you have to go through the court system to file charges and for that person to be arrested. Really? So mm-hmm. that's Texas law. I didn't know that. See, I'm from California. Here, you beat somebody up. As soon as they find you, they're coming to get you. I'm, I'm from Michigan. As soon as they find you, you go. Yeah. yeah. So, te- But so when you say Texas... And no offense to Texas. I've been to Texas many times. I love Texas. But Texas definitely has some old, outdated country South laws, which that's why people love Texas, too, because it's rough. But this kind of shit, I mean, come on. That just seems like a no-brainer. A guy beats the shit out of a woman or anybody beats anybody. There shouldn't be a 24-hour statute of limitations on arresting them. You should be on site. I found you. You're going to jail, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I would think so. That's crazy. I didn't know yeah, that, but I, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. I'm blown so away and frustrated all at the same time. I'm sorry to like railroad your story, but that part there just blows me away. But go ahead. Uh-huh. So I um okay, so that happened. Mm-hmm. Um he called the police or whatever else. And I'm telling the guys, I'm like, just leave, it's my stuff. You can go. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, it's it you you're good. Like, go. I wrote your receipt, go. So the guy like. He finna pull off and he pull in front of his truck. So the guy get out and they finna like argue and shit or whatever wow, else. So wow. the police end up pulling up. He come in the house and um the guy come back to the house inside the house. He like, just give my money back. I'm like, no. I'm like, you already bought that stuff. I gave you your receipt. <laughs> like, you better leave. You know what I'm saying? So he's talking to the police. Uh, You know, my ex, he's talking to the police and stuff. And the police like, well, ain't nothing, you know, we can do about that. That you got to take her to court or whatever else. Like, go get your stuff and go start telling the, uh, the guy that bought the stuff. So he come in and he like, well, he's going to jail. I'm like, what, for the assault? He like, no, nah, because he have a felony warrant out in um Odessa, Texas. Wow. He like he have a felony warrant, so he went to jail that day for you know the the still in the truck and stuff, for not for thing, the assault right. on me. The thing you told me about in the beginning of the call. Exactly, that's what he went to. He actually went to jail for. Okay. So when he went to um, <clears throat> so he went to jail for that, and then is that the is that your profile picture? Yeah, what well, that's his profile. That's his profile. That's not my profile. Oh, that's his profile. Yeah, that that's not my page. That's his page. That I've been talking to you on is his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his. Holy shit. I, I need to delete all those messages. He's gonna kill me, this guy. Well, no, I no, you so you so funny. <laughs> he don't have he don't have access to it. He don't have access to it right now. I'm still deleting uh, those messages. That's I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. I was I was thinking too, I was like, is this I did think for one second, I was like, this name. Is this this guy? So you made his own profile picture, him getting arrested. Exactly. On You're his page. Yeah. Crazy. And the reason why the reason why ah. I posted what I yeah, that's why I posted them. Those are all his Oh, and you posted page. all this shit about what he did on his page so everybody exactly. who knows him would see it. Yeah, he had five thousand followers. Lip, yeah. Five thousand mm-hmm. followers. So okay, so yep. I want everybody who's listening to this now yep. and who doesn't know that's what's going on. 
you have control of his Facebook page. You made his profile picture, this picture of him getting arrested, like you're just telling me about right now. And you made a post detailing all this shit that happened to you and the stuff that he did, including pictures of a lady with her eye blacked and your lip busted and all this other stuff and the Peyronie's disease, which I still need to know about. And you put that as a post on his Facebook for all his friends, family, and mistresses to see, correct? Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, he deserves worse than that. So please go on now and tell me uh, what happens next. So the, the police came, they got him, right? Yep, the police came and he went to jail for that. Um, they was like, well, we're only going to hold him. Um, he'll get out, you know, he'll get a bond and he'll get out and all this stuff or whatever else and all that good shit or whatever. So I knew he was getting out. Okay. So I finished, you know, Moving my, moving my stuff to storage and all that stuff and all that good shit. And he, you know, he called me from jail and all that shit, thinking I was going to bond him out and I didn't bond him out and all that shit or whatever else. So, uh-huh. you know, days went by, whatever else. And he's still coming. He come back to the house. Okay. And so when, so how, to, when did he get out? I'm sorry, because this was on like the 20th. This is like the end of March. And then this happened. So how long was he in before he got out? Because this is only three weeks ago. Um, he gets out on the 24th. The next day. He gets out the next day. Okay. So this is the 23rd and then he gets actually, out on the 24th. Yeah. Yeah. He gets out on the 24th. He gets okay. out on the 24th. Okay. And I had actually just moved the, my stuff to storage. I didn't move the whole house. I moved my stuff to storage because I didn't want him to come in there and take my stuff. So I moved like, you know, the, my bedroom set that I purchased, my living room set, you know, the TVs and, um, the TVs and, um, my clothes and my shoes and my Yeezys and all that stuff. Cause I just didn't want him to take my stuff. Got it. All the rest of the stuff was in the house, like all my kids' furniture and the furniture upstairs and all the other stuff was still in the house. Okay. Stuff that so, he paid for, basically, is what you're saying. Um, I went that we accumulated together. We'll okay. say that. That okay. I didn't care about. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, so he comes back over there or whatever, and you know, he's staying there because the police it's just he's still on the lease. Uh-huh. So they don't make him leave because he's on the lease. Uh-huh. Or whatever. So okay. he's coming and going and, you know, all that stuff. And I'm still in the house as well. Uh-huh. Or whatever. Uh-huh. So, I mean, somehow, like, it went from that to just real bad. Like, he's busting TVs now. The TVs that was on the wall. I call the police. They come. They say it's common, it's common, it's not common property. It's, um, community property mm-hmm. because his items is my items. My items, I'm, his items were common law. Right. There's nothing no one can do. Uh-huh. You have to take him to court. Uh. Um, he cutting up furniture and there's nothing they can do. Right. I have to take him to court. Sounds like he's like devolving though, mentally, right? Like, you know, if you put this picture together, this is not sane stuff to just start busting up TVs and cutting up furniture. That's psycho shit, right? That's psycho shit. That like is that's psycho. A, that's, a, that's, a per, that's a person whose fuse is getting shorter and they're about to explode. Like, you got to get away from a person like that. You have to get away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, morning of 
mm, what's today? Today is my days is all messed up too. I'm so like, I'm so stressed beyond stressed out at this point. Like I, I'm like, I'm lost at this point. Like at the moment I'm at right now, like it's crazy because like, I have to deal with like my financial issues now, trying mm-hmm. to find a house. You know, mm-hmm. I'm missing my kids because they're in Dallas and they can't, I don't want them here right now going through none of this. Like I'm beyond stress. Like right at the sure. moment I'm, at, I'm beyond stress. I'm, I don't even, I don't know if I'm coming or going right now at this point. Well, I, really I can t- if it makes you feel any better being on the second, third week of this quarantine shit, I don't think anybody knows what day it is. <laughs> I don't know what day it is either. And really thinking about this too, does that somehow help a little bit? Cause like nobody, I don't know if they're doing that in Texas and California. Nobody can be evicted right now. Are they doing that there? Yeah, no one can be. Yeah. They doing that here. No one can be evicted. However, uh-huh. um, when I, okay, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So, um, the last, this was on today is today's Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Or Thursday. Okay. Today so Wednesday. today is Wednesday. So Wednesday, go back Tuesday. Wednesday. Okay. So su- Saturday, Saturday, um, he wasn't there. Okay. He, okay. No, on, on Friday, um, he asked me, could we have a conversation? Okay. Right. Okay. So we had a conversation and I let him talk. I let him just talk, whatever else, whatever he had to say. And at the end of the conversation, I told him, I said, this just not for me. I said, I'm not the woman for you. I said, and I said, all I can say, whatever else to just, we're not, to, we're not going to be together. Right. That's just what it is. Like, we're not going to be together. Right. Period. Right. Um, Saturday morning, you know, he gets up, whatever else, and he's, you know, putting his clothes on and all that shit, whatever else. I'm, you know, getting dressed and all that shit. And I start getting pictures sent to my phone hmm. of him. And I posted that to him and this a girl. And he like, she's the one and all this shit or whatever else. This is him saying this other girl is the one? Yeah, he's texting. He's in the bathroom and I'm in the room and he's uh-huh. texting these pictures to my phone of him and this girl that he was just with oh, that night before. Oh, he's texting you, the girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he was with her, I guess, the night before, whatever else, the girl he met and all this shit or whatever else. Okay. So what do so, you think is his motive? Like, what is he trying I, to accomplish well, with that? Well, th- that wasn't the first time. Okay, so going back to when the chick from, the first chick, you know, that told me that they was together, uh-huh. That was one of the things that she told me that he do. Every time he um he get into it with you, he'll send you pictures of females. So I to try to let he, you know like he doesn't need you. He can he's got other girls. Exactly. And that wasn't the first time he did that. You know, he didn't mm. done that before. When I said it was other things, that was that was happened back then too. That is crazy shit. Uh-huh. That's crazy shit, right? Like I've known a lot of people. I've I've had a, quite a few relationships in my life. I can't imagine texting a picture of a girl to another girl just to fuck with them and just go, look at this. Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And uh-huh. he does, and, that, and, and the fact that he does that, like, habitually, that he gets something out of that, that's fucking crazy that he does he that. Sent the last, he sent my pictures to the chick that called me. He sent her my picture. She sent me the wow. picture that he sent her. Wow. So many females, and I posted some of the stuff, you know, the girls, and that's, I'll get to that too about the whole little, you know, the thing, the uh, girls reached out to me and was like, Hey, you know, can you please take my, you know, my po- can you edit my face out or whatever else? Because, you know, I don't, I'm in a whole nother relationship. So I took their stuff right, down. Right, right, right. However, right. you know, he texted me these pictures or whatever else. And, um, he ended up leaving on Saturday evening uh-huh. and he didn't come back until 
on Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, that's when I had posted that stuff. Cause I was like, Oh no, you got me fucked up. I'm going to hit you where it hurt. You want to play with me? I'm going to ruin your reputation. So you've changed his password. He can't get into his account. Nope. Okay. To nothing. I, Nope. He can't get into anything. No, nothing. No, no, nothing. <laughs> so you, mu- you must've like changed the login email every yep. day. Yep, I changed every, re- so all, all the recovery shit I changed. Damn. So that's when I made that post on um Sunday morning. I made that post um and everyone started reaching out to me. Like all the chicks that are, his ex-wife reached out to me. You know, the girl back from Midland, you know, she reached out to me. Chicks on Instagram reached out to me. Now I understand. I'm like, how are all these people finding you? But now you're in control of his Facebook. He's connected to all of them there so they can all con- contact you through his Facebook or whatever, right? Yep. Right? Uh-huh. Okay, and okay. now, it, you know, it's Easter Sunday. Um, I was going to go into Walmart and his, that's when his ex-wife had called me uh-huh. and she said, you know, you real brave. And I thank you for this because no one ever exposed him. She was mm. like, are you OK? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be fine or whatever else. And, you know, this happened, you know, a couple weeks before I just didn't expose to the world what, what I was going through. Right, 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 right. Wow. That's powerful. That's, that's amazing. And you spoke up for so many people. I'm sure they were all, I'm sure there was a whole group of women who, when they saw that they had the laugh of their lives and was like, thank God he finally got what he had coming to him, which even though he's, he's got worse coming to him than that, but I'm sure they were rooting for you. Like exactly. And she was saying that, you know, she, he beat her all they whole 11 and a half year marriage. Mm -hmm. She said that she shot at him. And um, she was finna face, you know, 20 years. She didn't hit him, but she shot at him and he beat her and she shot at him and she was finna face 20 years. The system is fucked up. Yep. This guy's getting And that's when that's up. when the girl from Midland had sent me her picture, the one that contacted me the first time. That's when she sent me her pictures and was like, yeah, he did me the same way. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this um, guy I posted it. all these relationships and going around just beating the shit out of all these women. Like what? I'm trying to figure out what drives somebody to do that. Right. What do you think? I, I, well, you know, he grew up where and he always was telling me this, you know, his dad um, was in prison for killing a guy over his mom uh-huh. and his mom was seeing someone. His dad killed him. Um, and the day he got out of prison, he did like 15 years. The day he got out of prison, they family came back and killed him the day he got out. So, wow. I mean, I don't know if that roots back to it. Oh, of course it does. And then his dad, his dad beat him. Look, mom. he probably loved his dad, right? This is the way he looks at it. I can tell you right now. He loved his dad. He blames his mother for his dad being sent away to prison because she cheated, Right. And so he ended up having to kill this dude because of it or whatever happened. Is that what happened? Yep. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, he lost his dad for 15 years in prison. Then the guy comes back, he dies. All of this he blames on his mother. And he's taken that out on everyone in the world. Yep. And he killed him in front of him. I think he was like seven years old. I mean, look. This is what I'm trying to say is this type of behavior is so extreme. And especially when it's not like incidental, it's not like there was one time that this guy lost his cool and he punched somebody. He's like, I can't believe I did that. No, this is not a sane person that made a mistake. This is somebody who habitually has this pattern of manipulating people, of beating the shit out of women, of having these false relationships, lying, all this stuff. And basically overall, just treating women horribly and aggressively and that can that can't come out of nowhere. And you telling me this story, it makes perfect sense. Not to yep. excuse it, 
But there has to be a reason behind it. It doesn't just happen that way. There's always a reason, always a reason. So this makes perfect sense. That story that you just told me, perfect sense, perfect sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so um, so he comes home. Like okay. he's, I guess, you know, he can't get in his Facebook. I, I know people blowing him the hell up, like what the hell? Because people on, the, he ain't never got that many likes and shares. <laughs> people, people share, hey look, they, they all on the little pyronies, like, uh, they like people on there, like even his guy, even the male friends on there, like what the hell? Like, I don't want to be friends with you no more. Like this is some fucked up shit. Like he, his, his character and his character is ruined at this point. Cause he had this persona of, you know, being, I guess right. this good guy to the world and all this right. shit. So now they really right. see you for who, who you really, really are. And that to somebody like that is probably the worst thing for somebody who puts up a front and plays this suave Mr. Nice guy and puts on a face for the world to be exposed like that is one of the worst things that could ever happen. The worst. Yep. Thing, so that's I mean? why. Um, okay. So that right there, what you just said, the worst thing that can ever happen to you. That's why females start hitting me up like, Hey, you need to be careful. You don't right. trust him. Like you just ruined him. Like if any, like all he care about is his image. You just ruined that. Like you really need to be careful because he really going to do something to you. I mean, look, I agree with that. And this is the thing I like about you is that you seem very resilient. All the shit that you've been through, it doesn't take you long to be able to laugh about it and whatever. I know even though there's pain inside, you still have this ability to bounce back and laugh and be strong. But I think that's a real concern. And this stuff is all fresh. Like that stuff is up on his Facebook page still now. All these events we're talking about happened within the last couple weeks, you know, whatever. Do you have any concern about that? I do. I, I really, I do, you know. Um, Does he know where you I, are? Uh, at the moment, no. How? Okay, I'll get to that as well. Okay. So, you know, he comes home on that Sunday, you know, I immediately, as soon as me and my sister were sitting in the garage or whatever, and we see him pull up, I immediately fly in the house to, you know, be around my dad, you know, so for protection, <laughs> sure. I'm like fly in the house and I'm staying around my dad or whatever else. He's still sitting in the driveway. He pull up for 15 minutes. He sit outside and then the police pulls up. Like literally he left six, about six o'clock on Saturday. He comes back about three o'clock on Sunday He's there in the driveway for 15 minutes. He never get out the car and he calls Hello? the police. The police comes okay, and they know what we're here sorry. for. And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, he said that you just assaulted him. He had fresh scratches on him and you just assaulted him. I'm like, huh? they like, yeah, he had fresh scratch. I'm like, he just pulled up 15 minutes ago. He hasn't been here since six o'clock yesterday. And they like, well, he have these scratches. You know, that's what assault. Like we have to, you know, we got to take you to jail. Wow. He scratched himself? He scratched himself. Mind you, I haven't seen this man since 6 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. So he he told the police he'd been here since, you know, all day. And I just came in the house. There's and, nobody um, else I, there that can vouch for you? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Your so, mom? Okay, yeah okay. So, so my two sisters and my parents was there, right? Right. So I tell my sister, I said, go across the street and ask the neighbor to run his camera back. So they can show uh, that his truck left on Saturday and just pulled up on Sun, you know, on Sunday, 15 smart, minutes ago. So smart, she go across smart. the street and talk to the neighbor. She come back, you know, the police and him standing outside talking. She come back and say he's pulling his camera up, right? Uh, so he proceeds to tell the police, oh no, um, I mean, I just came in and she just did it. I wasn't here. I just came in. Uh so he changed his story up. So the female police, like, that's not what you just told me. Uh, You're lying. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that was the smartest thing you did. So, uh-huh. so is there, so anyway, what happens after that? Obviously they don't so, take you to jail then. No. So I go in the house, I go in the house and I tell my stepdad, I was like, I'm going to jail because he said that And my stepdad, you know, you know, he kept it neutral throughout everything. He, right. you know, he kept it like, you know, that's, you know, y'all work, y'all do that. You know what I'm saying? So I go in the house and I tell him that he flies outside. Like you a motherfucking li-. like he get in his ass. He like, you fucking lying. You just, you know, he get mad at this point. Cause he see, cause he's used to him running to him, trying to flip the story. Like I'd be doing this shit. So right. he really was, on the fence on who be lying and who not lying. Right. However, he see now that, no, my nigga, like, you ain't been here since yesterday. Like, you a fucking lie. So wow. he was like, you lying. So they get into it outside. He play, you know, he act like he hard because the police there and all this shit or whatever else. And he like, well, y'all don't, y'all ain't on the leash. Y'all don't live here and all this shit. Well, they've been here since we moved here. So you can't put them out. Right. So um, he like, well, I ain't going nowhere, whatever else. He all loud yelling at the you know, yelling the police, like, you need to calm down. He's like, well, I'm not going anywhere, whatever. So the police like, well, he don't have to go anywhere because this, this is his house. Wow. So he stays there, you know, is he's that a powder him. keg situation or what? This dude scratches uh-huh. his own face to try to get you locked up. It doesn't work. And now you guys have to go in the house together. Fuck. Yep. So this is on, this is Sunday. So on Sunday, um, he sticks around, like he sticks around, you know, he comes, we in the backyard barbecuing because it's Eastern and shit. So he comes in the backyard fucking with us or whatever else, talking shit, just talking cash shit. Like I got some niggas that's going to come down here for y'all and just talking cash shit. So we ignore him and, you know, he throwing his little jabs and, you know, all this shit or whatever else. Uh-huh. So Sunday night, he ends up, um, he ends up, the police comes over again because he smashes, he punches the TV that's in my room. So I'm like, okay, you got me fucked up. I call the police. And I'm like, he's in here breaking shit. <laughs> the police are at your house every day. The police, yeah, they're at the house. So they came back. This was probably like maybe 30 minutes after they just left. Oh, this is the same day. Yeah, this is the same day. Five. Is it did the same officers come over? The same officer. Oh, my God. And they're same like, exact okay. Officers. Yeah. Well, yep. when the call came up, they had to be like, I was just over there. Let's, you know, let, let me go back over there. Yep. So same what officers. Whatever. So, okay. So they come and they like, well, you know, really nothing we can do or whatever else. They like, this continues going to take both of y'all to jail or whatever. <laughs> so they end up telling him, you know, just leave or whatever else. So he, he gets a few of his little items or whatever else. And he decides he's going to leave. Uh-huh. So I guess he went to the hotel or whatever else. He comes back on Monday. Same shit, still want to, you know, bicker and shit like that. And he sat in the driveway all day on his phone and just playing the music, just fucking with people. Just, you know, just trying to mess with you and shit like that. Sure. Um, That was all day Monday and he slept, stayed in the driveway or whatever. Well, come, let me see, yesterday was the day. No, that was, yesterday was Tuesday? Yesterday, yeah. So yeah. they moved him out on Monday. Yeah. Okay. So on Monday he came back. He stayed in the driveway all day. I'm trying to get my date. I'm so yeah. I'm trying to get my days. You're straight, good at dates. So I've noticed that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'll be trying to make sure I got everything. You know. So it ain't a lot. Yeah. So on Monday, um, he came. He sat in the driveway all day. You know, we still going about our business or whatever. Um, a truck pull up. A U-Haul pull up. Not a U-Haul. A moving company truck pull up. Okay. Right. Uh huh. So when the moving truck company pull up, you know, the guy come inside. Mom, like the moving truck outside. So. 
um, the guy come inside and I'm like, well, you're not taking nothing up out of here. I said, I don't know what you're here for. I was like, you might as well just leave the police on the way. So when I seen the, when I seen the moving truck, I called automatically called the police. So the police come or whatever else and the movers there, the police like, well, we can't stop him from taking nothing up out of here. Right. Because you know, we, it's you got to take him stuff, to court. technically yeah it's yeah he can take whatever he wants like he like you can take my items or whatever there's right. nothing they can do sure so um he started taking the stuff or whatever and my little smart ass i think quick on my feet i'm just standing i was like okay i told the officer you know and this officer that came out was when i tell you snotty like he was a he was real fucking rude, like uh-huh. very, very rude. I'm telling he like, that's coming. I'm like, I know, you know, this, his property is my property. My property is his property or whatever. He's like, you can't tell me my job. You can't. What? He was, he was very, very rude. And okay. I'm going to file a complaint against them too, because I don't think that it should even, uh, it shouldn't even be like, there's no way you should stay here for an hour and a half while somebody moved their stuff. Like y'all have other costs to go. Like, no, you tell him to get his personal belongings, his personal belongings, and he needs to leave. Right. If that's the case, he should, y'all shouldn't be here while he moving, you know, kitchen tables and shit out the house. Right. Like that's stupid. Okay. However, you know, so he start. <clears throat> I told the police officer, I said, well, I'll just sit on the table. If they try to move it, they can't make me move it. He's like, well, you're not going to tell me what they can't make you do. Like, this is how he's talking to me. Like, right, very, right, very rude. Right. So, um, you he know, they like came it. in, tried to move the couch, the couch that was in the front living room, and I sit on it. And um, every time they move to go get something, I'll sit on it, right? <laughs> so the, the officer, like, you know, I'm not, fit, I'm not here for this and all this shit, you know, whatever else. I'm <laughs> like, okay, well, I'm not here for this either, but you're not going to let him take my stuff out of this house that's not his. Right. And then um, I'm trying so to picture I'm, this every like you sitting on the table every time yeah. they go to try to move yeah. something you sit on it I'm just yeah I'm every sorry. time they move something I'm like in the way so they can't move it so they get irritated because they're like oh I'm not here for this they're just gonna get ready to leave or whatever sure so um they try to take something out the front door I'll stand in the front doorway you can't make me move out of my front door all I have to do is give you a little bit of space to walk past and I'm not I'm not in your way you can walk through sure so the officers like keep calling him outside like we're not here for this shit and all this stuff or whatever else they like ma'am let him buy and all this i'm like he can get past he just ain't getting past with my kitchen table chair <laughs> so and they like he like sir y'all really gonna let her do this and they're like sir we can't we can't make her move like you can get past but you better not hear her with that chair the other officer was telling him uh, so um i'm just going back and forth from the front door to the garage door so they can't move my belongings right uh-huh so we go, he go in the room and he take the drawers to a drawer out of the, um, tawdry, the chest and the drawer out of the nightstand or whatever. And he hands it over my head. Cause I won't stand out the door so he can pull the dresser out the room. <laughs> <laughs> so petty. So he, ha- he goes over my head and give it to the guys that's, you know, out uh, on the other side of me so they can go put it in the truck. Uh-huh. So yeah, and then he tried to. Move, he got the kitchen, t- the chairs or whatever, past me or whatever, because they like run it back and forth to the front, to the back door and shit. Like so stupid and childish and petty. Like whatever. Yeah. So um, after all this or whatever, we go. The last item that he tried to take was um, the dry. He tried to move the dryer out the back door, and like I was in the way, and he like bumped into me. So the officer's like, "Okay, well this is it." And I was like, "Well, this is my washing machine and dryer." I said, "My ex husband bought me that." you know, before we separated or whatever. He's uh-huh. like, that's mine or whatever else. So my sister had called him on speakerphone and he's like, she's like, hey, Frank, you know, didn't you buy tequila that washer and dryer? He was like, what kind is it? 
uh, the, she was like, what kind is it? He was like, an LG. He's like, it ain't an LG. And the officer was like, well, yeah, it is an LG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it is an LG or whatever. So they was like, sir, you need to get your clothes and you need to get ready. You got to go. They was like, get your clothes and you got to go. Wow. So, yeah, he get, so he get his clothes or whatever else. And they finished putting the rest of the items on the U-Haul. The U-Haul only got... You know, the dining room table and four chairs and then, you know, just his clothes. A pitiful little U-Haul, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a whole ass U-Haul with a dining room table, four chairs, and just his clothes and, like, some little knickknacks or whatever. That's it. Like, that was it. That's all he could, like, manage to get, you know, around me, away from me or whatever else. Sure, sure. Um, so, I, my, like, I, my bedroom set, you know, I paid over $3,000 for the bedroom set. He took the two drawers out, you know, knowing like, okay, well, you don't have a full set now. Well, when they was inside the house, I just got the two drawers off the truck and just put them outside on the side of the house. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he still don't know. I he love how you something. celebrate your little wins. I love that. Yeah, like you have, listen, and I have to laugh so I don't be, so it don't, you know, so the shit don't bother me that much, I you know, I like understand. I deal with it all day long. So right now for me to be able to laugh about it, you know, it, I'm, I'm okay with that. I know, but later on, it's going to hit me again, you know, hey, after I start he, thinking about if, if he split your lip and cracked your ribs and you can get a laugh out of, you didn't get me on the drawers. I'm more power to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause he still think right now that the drawers is inside the storage that he moved to. <laughs> <laughs> and you love that. You wish you could see his face when he finally realized the drawers yeah. were gone. Yeah, okay. I, I I can't. And then how I'm gonna do that is like when I move into my house and I said my bedroom set up, whatever else. I'll post a picture on Facebook and you know yeah. make it public and you know he'll he'll catch it. You know, we'll see it someday. So yeah. Um. So this was on Monday night. You know. Um. Uh-huh. Well, Monday. <clears throat> this was Monday night about mm, maybe eight o'clock. He ended up leaving. Now, which Monday are we talking about? This week? This No, yeah, this week, two days ago. Two days ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so two days. And then I'll get back to the little Peronis and all that stuff. Please do. So, don't, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to let you forget that. <laughs> yeah. So okay, My sister so, will kill me if I don't ask you about that. <laughs> so, yeah, this was on, this was on Monday. He, they made him leave at eight o'clock. Well, the same movers that moved him while he was talking to the police, I was talking to them and I was like, hey, how late do you work? Mm-hmm. They was like, um, you know, whatever time I was like, so if I call you at two o'clock in the morning, you come and it was like, yeah, if the money good, I'm coming. So right. I was like, all right, cool. I'll be calling you. Well, I knew that, you know, he wasn't coming back for the night. So I called them at two o'clock in the morning to come move all the rest of my shit. Nice. So they, I, they moved my whole house out. It took us from two to nine o'clock in the morning wow. on Tuesday morning, good move. which was yesterday. Yeah. Um, and they moved my whole house to my storage, um, wow. the whole house. Wow. So, yeah, so he came home about, mm, he came in. We wasn't even, what's we there? We wasn't there, right? Where was we at? We was out how, going to look at a house. Okay, yeah, so he came over there about mm, maybe, no, some, yeah, that was yesterday. My mom and was gone. Oh, we was here when he, we was here sleeping when you came on here and broke the machine. I mean, the yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yesterday um he Is finally that your mom? Went... no that's my sister oh that's your sister I'm just, yeah you. i'm trying to get my timeline right so yesterday gotcha. was the first time he went over there um no one was at the house my mom had just i was at my sister's house sleeping because i haven't had at this point i ain't had sleep in two like literally two and a half days i haven't even been to sleep wow so i had came to her house so i can actually get some sleep and um my mom had called me and she this was like seven o'clock yesterday evening and she was like hey are you home She's like, cause the garage door open. And I was like, no, I'm not there. 
let me bag up. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me bag up. Sure. So Monday night, Monday night, he had pulled his truck. He had his truck and he put it across the driveway in front of the door. So no one can move anything out of it. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So it wouldn't start back up anymore. Oh, wow. And so he called the police and told them that I vandalized it because he parked it there before he went to the when they went off to the storage to go drop uh-huh. the stuff off. Because uh-huh. he rode with them mm-hmm. and he parked his truck in front of the door so I couldn't move anything out in case, you know, when he was leaving. Sure. So when he come back, he tried to start up the truck and um he had put he had started it up and he had moved it forward, moved it back and it cut off and it wouldn't start up anymore. So he called the police and said that I vandalized it um, and it wouldn't start up. Wow. So they asked me that and all that stuff. And I'm like, I ain't touched that truck. He just moved it or whatever. Like, I guess he just broke down on him. So he ended up towing it away or whatever. And he went to go stay at, I guess, a hotel or whatever on last yesterday on Monday night. Uh So he came back, you know, yesterday, Tuesday night. And I wasn't there. My mom called me and she was like, hey, are you here? And I was like, no. She's like, oh, that must be him in there or whatever. So he was there um, getting whatever. And she walked in and he had broke. He had left the front. He wasn't there. He left the front door open and the garage door wide open huh. and left. Wow. He wasn't there. And he had broke up. A, um, it was a piggy bank, not a piggy bank, a gumball machine that my grandmother had gave my kids. And he had huh. broke it all, smashed it all up. That's the only thing that was left in the house that we had forgot to take because we was coming back. But he had got there before then. And um, he had broke it all up and all that shit or whatever. And um, the only thing like, that was in there. That's crazy. Exactly. You know how mad and deranged you have to be to break a gumball machine? Exactly. That's crazy. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So, so, so wait, so where are your mom and stepdad? They were still staying there? Well, they was, um, well, that night, they, they stayed there that night. Okay. But they had went over there because I was going to go back over there and clean the lady house up because I didn't want to leave her house messed up. Sure. So we was going back over there to clean the house. All the, everything was gone besides like a few little things. And I was going back to clean the house up and all that shit or whatever. Sure, sure. And um, so that's when we found out the gumball machine was broken and all that stuff. And that was really the end of it. And then today, you know, I stayed over at my sister's house and my parents, they went to, they drove to Michigan um, wow, last night. So they had to get out of there. Yeah, they drove to Michigan last night just until, you know, I can find another place and stuff. And then they'll come back down and help me get settled with the kids. Wow. So I'll stay over here until I've been looking out for looking for a place all day and meeting people and all that stuff. And now well, we're and, here. And in that light, uh, I totally understand why you had to reschedule. Now I get it. I was like, oh, she's looking for a place. That's fine. Now I get it. Like, this is all so fresh. This is what you're dealing with right now. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this. Um, when did you put when did you put that post up on his Facebook page? That was on Sunday, early Sunday morning. And how many times have you guys seen each other since then? Um, we I seen him Sunday when he called the police on me. Uh-huh. That was, you know, to tell that I assaulted him. That was like at three o'clock. Sure. Um, and then he stayed there for the remainder, like a couple hours after that. Then he left. I seen him Monday. He had came. That's when he had came back. Uh, he sat in the drive. He was waiting on um, the little. He had sat in the driveway all day for like from. He got over there about one o'clock and he sat there until about mm, about five o'clock until the movers came. Oh, and wow. I was wondering what he was doing, but it didn't dawn on me that he had a moving truck coming. Uh. Um, and that's the last time I seen him. Did he on, say, yes, did he confront Monday. you about that at all? No, he didn't say not one. He didn't say not one word to me. But, you know, he knows because I'm sure as soon well, as that post went up, his no. phone started ringing. No, he didn't confront me. He, 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 yeah, he had made a um, he didn't confront me about that. 
he had confronted me about um, when they was when the police when the movers were there and they was trying to move out the ship. He was like talking his little shit, talking about oh you a bitch and you a hoe and just oh you know just all that shit talking about oh she ain't shit and all that. I'm sure. harassing him and all that shit or whatever. Right, right, just right. That. But, but not I a word about this Facebook page thing yet. Not no. He told the police that I hacked his Facebook page and all that stuff. Okay, or whatever else. But so he didn't for sure say, he knows. Oh no, no, most definitely he knows. And that's interesting, though, that he hasn't said anything to you. He hasn't texted you. Do you have a phone or did he take your yeah, phone? Yeah. No, no, I have my phone. He hasn't texted me or anything. Nope. Mm-mm. Wow. That actually even is kind of I'm being honest with you here because I'm a little worried about you. I think you take situations maybe a little bit. I don't know. I don't want to say you take them lightly. I think you're a lighthearted person, which is good because it helps you cope with traumatic situations. But I think no. the situation is serious. And if he hasn't said anything to you, that means that that expression that he has for you hasn't come out yet. And the fact that he hasn't, like, the fact that it's not as simple as just sending you a text or yelling at you or something makes me feel like his response needs to be bigger than that. Yeah. It's yeah, not I mean, that I he's can... just going to not say anything. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I can... I can yeah. definitely, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. That's why, I mean, I'll watch my surroundings and all that. I'm just waiting. I'm still waiting on the protective order to go through and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I have protection and stuff like that, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch myself for a while. I am. This dude's not rational though, right? Like a restraining order doesn't stop a bullet. That's true. You know what I'm saying? This guy's not rational. When you play by rational rules, then you go, oh, well, if I get a restraining order, then you, yeah, if you're playing by logical, rational rules, then you'll stay away if there's a stay away order. But people who kill people don't give a fuck about restraining orders. If you're willing to go to the extent to beat somebody, headbutt a woman, kill somebody, do anything dangerous like that, how much do you think you care about a stay away order? Especially yeah, that's the type of person who thinks that you can talk your way in and out of every situation anyway, right? That's that's true. That's true. Well, I guess I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say it was him, but I don't know. However, a fake page named Candy Young uh, went to my actual my actual Facebook page on Monday, mm-hmm. and um, like they didn't like it, but they commented the same post every. What did it, they commented the same post every time? Like you you stupid dumb whore you don't know how to su- you don't suck dick bitch and all this i'm like well that's not a bad thing but they was just saying all this shit on every page they commented on pr- probably about 50 60 of my pa- my pictures that i have posted you know on my page and they started um even on my kids pictures and stuff so i'm taking it it was probably him Probably him or just the same could be the next victim that he's got some girl in love, brainwashed and yeah. and ready to, you know, fight his yeah. battle. But yeah. but regardless, though, I would I would I would honestly say. Right. And I've seen a lot of stuff. I've been a lot of places, been around a lot of people. And uh, and and I would say that that's a legitimate that's a legitimate danger and a legitimate threat that you have in the, the situation you're in as brave as that act is. And as much as there's people cheering you on and, and including me, and I'm so happy to see you shove it in his mouth and make him, you know, get what he's got coming. I also worry for your safety because uh, he's the type of person that would do something really bad. I don't know and, him, and, but that's the and, kind of person that would. And that's in, and that's in my mind. It's what I told, and that's what I told my mom and my sister. And I was like, he's definitely coming for me. I, I, I did say that. Like, 
And mm. I can see why, because you were so big on your image and I just ruined you. So I can definitely see how, you know, he feels some type of way about that. And I mean, and that's why a lot of the females that reached out to me, one on particularly on his Instagram had reached out and was like, um, she had ended up reaching out and she was like, Hey, um, what's up or whatever. She didn't even know I had the Instagram. I had seen the DM and she was like, Hey, what's up? Um, or whatever. And I was like, she had said some more stuff or whatever. And I was like, I, had, I don't exactly remember what I had said back. And then she was like, I seen the Facebook and I was like, this ain't him. I don't remember how the conversation went. And then she was like, um, my bad. She was like, me and him don't have any dealings like that. He owed me $800. She said, we, I used to talk to him. She was from Dallas when he was, mm-hmm. cause he get these girls in different places. Mm-hmm. Every, cause he's a truck driver. He's, he all, get he's houses, all over the place. He get yeah. houses with all of them, you know, all over. So, you know, he can move around. Just so, like um, my friend with the studio. They all think he's just, working. <laughs> yep. Yep. It just exactly like that. And she was like, you know, he only owed me $800. I haven't seen her talk to him. I just want my money. And I was like, well, good luck with that. Cause two other females told me that she, he owed them money too. a chick had reached out to me. And, you know, after, um, before her, after the ex-wife called me. And anyway, she was just saying that he owed her $2,000 because he said that he needed to fix his truck or whatever. He get money from females as well. He made good money, but he spend it. He make about, you know, four or $5,000 a week when he worked, but he just wow. spends it all gambling when the casinos was open. Oh man. Yeah. However, you know, she was like, just be careful. She said, you know, I'm going to be praying for you. She's like, I'm sorry that happened to you. She said, just be careful. And, uh, because he hit women. And I was like, how do you know? And she was like, because it happened to me. This guy's dangerous. I'm telling you, Tequila, I'm telling you, this dude is no good. This guy is dangerous. And you might have hit him where it hurts more than anybody else ever has. I would actually, um, I would assume that nobody's ever done anything. Nobody's ever gotten a lick on him. Yeah, no one ever did anything. He never, see, and that's what it is. Like, I'm the only female that ever, ever done anything, anything to him right and it's because of the way he chooses his i'll call them victims right he knows the kind of people who are going to be more docile that he can manipulate that he can talk his way in and out of situations they're not going to fight back and at the end of it they eventually just get sick of it and then they separate but nobody ever tries to retaliate on this guy so this is new territory and exactly so what he does is he get he have these girls you know get all these houses expensive houses and you know, the, all these things. And then he leave them high and dry with all the stuff. And this is what he do. So it's a pattern. I'm not the first one. Like the and it's one easy that for he, him because you know, he doesn't need those houses. He can live in ex- his truck. Cause so he lives like, in. Yeah. Exactly. So this is, that's what he does. Yeah. And like the moment, the day, you know, when we started talking, you know, he gave me his sob story, you know, that his ex-wife had left him and ran off with $350,000 of his money and all this stuff. And I, be- he told me this throughout the relationship at least, you know, 10 times. And he told my family members, my ex-husband, oh, I have to tell you about my ex-husband too, him mm-hmm. and my ex-husband. Okay. So yeah, he told me this. Well, when I had, cause I had his phone, his iPad and everything, and I changed everything or over it like a while ago. Uh-huh. Um, I still had a login. So I'm reading when I had just, you know, went inside his DMs, I read a conversation from back from 2015 he had with a female and I screenshotted it. And that's what I uploaded as well of him telling her, you know, a sob story. Like he was all depressed and he needed money and stuff because his ex-wife had got a settlement and she that's when she actually left him with her own money Uh, so this whole time i'm like this he been like you're lying about nothing this whole time like i don't care if it was her money your money like 
why you have to lie, you know? Mm. He doesn't know any other way. He doesn't like, know any other way. He just, all he does is just manipulate you and lie and try to make you seem like all these girls is bad. But I'm like, if all these girls is going through the same thing, but you're saying the same thing, you're controlling, you're abusive, you this and you're that, like, you, it, it has to be you. And I always used to tell him throughout arguments, I used to tell him, like, you know, you controlling, like you, you're not used to a female having their own opinion. And I'm, I'm a strong woman. When I tell you I'm very, very strong and I'm, I have my own opinion and I'm going to speak my mind. Like I'm going to be respectful, you know, and, but I'm going to speak my mind. Like, you're not going to be the one to be like, nah, this is how it's going to be. Like we in a relationship, it's a two way street. It's 50, 50. Like we both gone. It's about compromise. We both gonna have you know, be able to say something. And he can't, he used to being the provider and paying for everything and women just shutting up and just getting, you know, at, being a housewife. Right. Shut up. Right. And, I, and, I, and I'd be, and I'd be willing to, I'd be willing to bet that even you being as outspoken as you are, you probably allowed more stuff to pass because you were also in a situation where you were dependent on him. I bet exactly. that if you had your mm-hmm. own money in this, mm-hmm. in this situation, none of that would have went down. You might've pulled the plug on this thing a long time ago. I, I, def- I, I agree a hundred percent. I right? really do. Right? I really do. And then, you know, it would have stopped it at, at worst. It would have stopped the day he had butted you. You'd have been gone the next day. Exactly. That's the even if you let all that other shit pass because you really liked him and really wanted it to work out. I think at least at that point where he crossed that line and really hurt you that way, you would have left. You would have been gone right away if you were like, "I got my own money. I don't need to do deal with this. I'm out." You're you're absolutely right, but you know, it's just I just knew like he got me. He moved me from Dallas where I was already you know situated at in my own place and everything else. Yeah, you know my little brother. He, I was gonna have to move anyway, but I didn't need, you know, I didn't, I had a nice house that I was only paying, I was that I could afford, you know what I'm saying? And my my sister, my friends, they always was telling me, like, you know, you don't need that big of a house, make sure you moving with this guy, make sure it's something that if something happens, you know, you can afford it on your own. But me not listening, I'm like, okay, well, he want a 4,000 square foot house, we gonna get, I'm, you know, I'm in a 4,000 square foot house, you know, but not me thinking, listening to them, you know, being really realistic. Like if he do leave, fuck, I'm with this $2,800 a month rent. What am I going to do now? Exactly. Exactly. So, and that's what it was over there. Like, I mean, I couldn't afford, you know, I wouldn't even have paid that, you know, I can't afford $2,800 a month in rent. Like I'm not, I'm not stupid, you know? So, I can only um, imagine though, because twenty eight hundred dollars in San Diego, where I live, where it's very expensive, would get you a nice place. Twenty eight hundred in Texas, I have to assume you're in a mansion, a mini mansion. You're in, yeah, you're de- you're damn near in a mansion. The house yeah. is beautiful. It really was. It yeah. was very very nice. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I stayed because I was dependent on him. I was. Uh-huh. It was. It was. Um, it was. A, it was a good offer to just quit my job and go to school. You know, it was a good offer. I thought he was really looking out for the you know the better of you know, me. However, it was just so I stayed at home and he knew where I was. Okay. Now let's get into this because I still need to get some dinner and I cannot stop thinking about this. Please. You the know priorities. where I'm going. Okay. Let me, okay. <laughs> one, more, one more thing and I'm gonna get to that. So, okay. Back when, okay. So back when, um, I had ended up leaving him for, I had, we had after the club situation and all that stuff, he uh-huh. called my husband. Actually, no, I take that back. I'm lying. Uh-huh. After the situation um, where I left him 
for actually I want to hit on two things. Okay. When I left him, when he, I left him, we had got into it about my friends not accepting him. He called my ex, we had broke up, we had split up and got into it. He called my ex-husband and told him he was like, Well, I just want to let you know that we're not together anymore and we're gonna be moving, you know. I'm like, why would you even call him and tell him that? Right. Like what does that have to he do just, with him? Yeah, he just yeah. tried to end it. That's when my ex-husband was like, Yeah, I knew something was wrong with him then when he called that's me. Crazy. Like, I give two bucks. Yeah. 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 He in a whole nother relationship. Like, why is you even messing with that man? Right. What business but, is it of his? Exactly. But what really what and and I, I ignored it too. What really threw me off is he had a problem with my four-year-old daughter. He told me that because she's three years old at the time and she don't, you know, toddlers, they don't listen or whatever. She sure. she's active. And you know, she'd be bouncing around, jumping on the couches, whatever else. And if you don't tell you have to tell her more than one time to sit down. And he told me that anytime she don't you know, listen the first time I should beat her every time until she listens. Wow. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Mm-hmm. That's insane. And so mm-hmm. what did your, what did her dad think about that? To be honest, I haven't even told him. He doesn't know that. Okay. He doesn't even know. Did, did, was he ever physical with your daughter? No, no, he never, he never touched her. It was just, but that's he just, just what felt, he thought. He just was yeah, urging you to try to beat her so she was settled down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he had his own kids too, right? He, I didn't even say that. So when I met him, he told me he had two kids. He told me he was thirty-five with two kids, right? Huh? Well, from the post or whatever, um, I found out that he had four kids, and one of them was twenty-four, one of them twenty-two. So that's how I figured. I'm like, what the fuck? And he told me, well, they're not kids. They grown up, so they don't count. And that's why, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that part of your post. He, so he said that's why they don't count. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to the Pyronies or whatever. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, okay. 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 I'm going to tell him that too. I'm going to tell him that too. So everything <laughs> I'm telling you is the, the total truth. So, and then what's so crazy about it is uh, before the Pyronies, when he started stealing my shit out the house, he stole my vibrator and my dildo, right? So I was like, what the fuck? Like, who st- what man steals a vibrator and dildo? Right. Right? Like, that's right. weird. That's very However, weird. but I-, I see how that could be because going through his messages, there's messages with him talking to a man as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I don't know if, I mean, I don't think he's going to use, well, I ain't even going to say he ain't going to use them motherfuckers, but yeah. However, well, anyway. Look, I mean, if you, are you, so you're not making this up. I can send you the text message. No, 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 please don't. But, 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 but what kind of messages are you talking about? And they're on, this is the reason why I'm asking, because if you, if that really is the case, and if this isn't just, he's talking to a guy, but if you really feel like there was something sexual happening in his conversation with this guy, that all still fits into that same picture of what you're telling me about what he's dealt with, with his parents. And there's, it's a very common thing where, you know, basically a guy has an undercover homophobic, I mean, not homophobic, homosexual desire. And it's hard for them to express that they're embarrassed to express that. And that can come out in the, in the, in, in the way of aggression and, and, and these kinds of uh, behaviors as well. So this also seems like the behavior of somebody who has, some sort of a home underlying homosexual desire that they're, you know, scared to express. This all makes sense to me. It all kind of fits together. So if you're telling me, if that's what you're telling me, I believe it. I believe that I can totally see that even 
even if that's not whatever you saw, even if that's not really what it was or whatever, uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. You know? Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. However, the message was like, it had went through it and he was like, no, nah, don't contact me no more. He was like, I'm going back to my ex. You can go back to your ex con. And the message was, it was, it wasn't like, oh, so hey, it was, fu-. yeah, yeah. That wasn't yeah, homie it was, stuff. Yeah, it wasn't. No, it was definitely not homie stuff. Okay. Okay. However, the Pyroni. So when, and when I Googled him. I just want you I, to keep saying Pyronies. It's Pyronies. And I call it, hey, I call it, I call it a uh, pepperoni disease. <laughs> I call it pepper. I told him about this. Hold on. So I call oh. it pepperoni disease. I, I, ha- I said nothing about it. I found out about it when I Googled him September 6th. That's when I found out about it. When I read it, the ladies were saying it, whatever else. I looked it up then. Okay. However, when I looked it up, I was like, what the fuck? It's true. Like, that is him. Because they was like, you know, his penis was small and it like curves up like a, it's like a, fa- a upside down faucet. So when you look up Pyronies, it, it, it looks like the upside down faucet. It just it like curves up to your belly or whatever. Even like when you're hard, like it just it don't go straight or it just curves up to like the top of like. Like little, what kind of curl are we talking about? Like a like a slight bend, or are you talking no, about no, like a like no, a like, like a, banana, a seven? Like a cut up, like break a banana in half. Wow. Type of curl. You mean yeah. like mm-hmm. a snork, like an L shape? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I'm. I, I swear on my kids. Is mm-hmm. that even usable? It's usable. How it's it's usable. I mean, for me, it was for me. <laughs> the head was amazing. The head was amazing. Okay. However, I guess it will be because you have to make up in other places. Sure. And with on it though, you have to in order to in order to like for it to be usable. Tell it, Tequila. I need to okay. know. Tell it. <laughs> in order in order for it to Don't be Don't be usable, shy now. You in order for it exactly. to be usable, you have to like all you can do is like grind back and forth. That's it. Like for it to work. You have to just grind, like put it so in. He, and so like, he puts it in, so and you stroke. have to be on top. So he couldn't, he couldn't stroke. He have to just go back and forth. Oh, okay, just move around. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's it. And was it good? <sighs> I it mean, was, look. Here's it, the thing: it's like it's a, it's an odd shape, but maybe it hits a spot. I don't know. You know? No, it, it definitely couldn't hit a spot. It was. I mean, it was tolerable because I was in a relationship and I knew, I mean, I would get some head first and our, he'll start off with the head, I'll come or whatever else. And then it'll okay. take him, you know, a couple seconds and then that was it. And then he screams and then he, you know, it's over. <laughs> tolerable. Man, I hope to God there's no woman walking to earth right now that when asked about having sex with me would describe it as tolerable. <laughs> That's fucked up. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was tolerable. I mean, I felt as long as I was getting what, I was getting then, I mean, whatever, that, that's how you, sure. that's how you get yours. So, I mean, sure, I got sure. mine, you got yours. Like, that's just what it is. However, okay. how I, you, he will get, he will have to, <laughs> oh, Jesus, he will have to get the dildo to help him out for it to all mesh together because I guess he knew that he couldn't satisfy everything Did by himself. Did you ain't tell me that? What? Every time he asked me. <laughs> Let I mean, it out! Yeah. <laughs> this is getting the breaking news too. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, so you're saying that he would start off, he would like, he would finish and then he would have to use a dildo on you to, to, to finish the job or is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I mean, that's like, look, 
isn't for like I don't like the guy already I don't like him right but there's somebody else out there maybe right now who's got this and who's a good guy right and you got to do what you got to do you know yeah you, 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 not, that you have and you got to do what you got to do and I'm not complaining like I'm, I'm definitely not complaining like I said as long as I get it I don't care however you have to give it to me like just you know as long as I get it but it wasn't enjoyable though no, it was not the sex. No, the okay. the, the hair was amazing. He made up with everything else, the dildo and, and exactly the, and everything else. But he, but that part in particular, the actual intercourse was no good. For okay, you. okay, you're a man. You're a man. You answer me this. So mm-hmm. I told him maybe like a month and a half ago. I told him I was like, you're not gonna make me. I said, you're not gonna make me come by just fucking me. I was like, Damn. that's not gonna happen. Like it's just you fucking me, not gonna make me come. I said, and it's ninety nine percent of females out here just sex alone is not going to do it. You have to, it have to be more than just sex. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's clitoris, you know, stimulation at the end of the day, like you, and he was like, no, that's not true because all every other female I've been with, all I have to do is just fuck them and they'll come. And I'm like, no, they lied to you. Mm. They lied to you. And he, he begged to differ about it. So I started sending him screenshots and everything else. And he was like, nah, that ain't true. Cause they all came. And I'm like, no, they, they faked it. Trust me. Absolutely. They well, definitely especially if it's it. like that that you're telling me, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm like they definitely. Maybe he it. finds his fir- perfect match one day if he's lucky, and they that all works out, and she's like, "Oh, this is the best thing ever, right? I'll never find another guy with the perfect banana like this or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he'll find his match. But it, all in all, I would assume, especially if he's going around paying for lavish apartments and houses for people they're inclined to tell him whatever he needs to hear. Oh, of course. I mean, you're going you're gonna to accept whatever you got to accept if you, you know, a guy's right. doing all this other stuff. I mean, if he's right. making up for it in a lot of other areas. Right, right, right. A lot of other areas. So right. I told him, you have Pyronies. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, you have Pyronies disease. I said, it's pepperoni disease. And he was like, what you talking about? I was like, your <sighs> penis is not supposed to be like this. And then he was like, huh? I said, you see how it curve up? I said, that slit, right? Because I already looked it up. I said, yeah. you can get surgery and cut it right there. And then they'll, it'll straighten out. Because oh. that's all what Pyronies is. It's, uh, it's, a piece of, it's a piece of cartilage that holds the part of the top down to the bottom. But if you cut, if you go in and have surgery and they cut the little thing, then it'll go straight out. Right. And, but he won't, he's like, I, I've been like this all my life. I ain't doing that. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Hey, look, I don't want any more kids and I'm scared to have a vasectomy, but I'm, I need to just do it. Cause I don't want any more kids. I already have four kids. But if I'm going to tell you, be honest, if, if I had a curvature like that, I'd be at the doctor yesterday. <laughs> I'll be at, I'll be at the doctor yesterday. It, it looks, it's so weird. It's, it looks so fucking Okay, so Pyronie's disease, even when you're soft... I mean, if it's like, fixable, God, that's like a godsend, right? Like, okay, give me a problem, but if I can go fix it, I'm going to fix it. Yeah, and even when, fix even, it. even when it's soft, like, it don't hang it don't hang low. It sits right there on top. Just, it's soft, like, right there on, on your... So it sits underneath your pant, like, the little belt. Not the belt, because it ain't that big, but, like, it sits on your stomach part. It don't go down, it sits on the top. Do you think he pees on himself? He does because he pisses on my floor all the time. And that's what I told him. This is how the conversation came up. This I, is I getting weird. Not. I didn't so, know yeah, it was so good. That's when I told you, how, I didn't know how the conversation came up. So it was, it kept on being pissed on the bathroom floor. And I was telling him he was pissing on the, you know, the rug that goes in front of the toilet. <laughs> no, I'm telling like, do you know, like the little, the circle little rug that goes in front of the toilet. It of always course. was pissed. It'd be pissed up. 
And I was like, you pissing on the toilet. I was like, it's because you have pepper. You tell me that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you everything. Shut up. It's embarrassing. Shit. So anyway, <laughs> it be always pissed on the... Shut up. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is embarrassing. Why would you tell your? Why would you tell your friends? Tell me he was pissing all over your bathroom. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you this. That's embarrassing. I'm not. Anyway, it's not funny. Y'all stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. So, oh shit. So yeah, he pissed all over the floor, and I told him, I said, "You pissing on the floor because you know your shit. You need to, you know." I said, "It's pepperoni disease." I said, "It's pyro. You have pyronies or whatever." And that's when I explained to him, like, "You need to, you know." And he was like, "I've been like this all my life or whatever." But I mean, I dealt with that too, you know, just clean the rugs, you know, whatever. Wow. Wow. Girl, you love Tim because ain't no way a nigga gonna be pissing on my floor. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You dealt with a lot. Yeah. You dealt with a lot in I six mean, months. Yep. Eight months. Eight months. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> August to April. Yes. Yeah, eight months. Okay. So in an eight month span, you dealt with a whole lot. That it was, was ten years worth of shit. I dealt with more than him in eight months that I dealt with my ex-husband in 15 years. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm surprised it wasn't more. And it sounds like it was more. You just like, you can only yeah, no, so much. It was, it was so much more. I just can't even, I can't even think. It was so much. I just can't even think right now, you know? So, and I mean. So wrapping this up, where do you go from here? I want to know what your, what your, what is your looking forward? What are you doing from this point? Well, from here, you know, uh, my first step is to find a place. You know, um, I'll apply for Would it. You tell me he was pissing <laughs> on your floor. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. She's not done with that. Okay, <laughs> you, you, guys gonna, you guys are gonna have a good talk after this. Yeah, yeah, you. I'll hear about it for a while. So yeah, I'll find a place, and um, luckily, you know, the family justice people, um, I'll find a place, and they'll reimburse me for the um first month rent deposit and then they'll pay their rent up for um you know the second month and okay. they'll provide me with counseling because i know i need it you know coming out of what you abusive i'm not gonna, well yeah it's abusive whatever coming out of and why, i don't no, like why the do place. you stutter I, at that why do you stutter why yeah do you... because i don't want to i don't want to be a victim you know i i just don't want to act like a victim because you know I, I don't know i just don't want to act like i'm a victim but i mean no, 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 I am. Look, there's a difference between being a victim right and playing the victim. There's a difference between being a victim and being helpless, right? Okay. So if mm-hmm. somebody steals my car, I'm a victim of car theft. That's mathematical. You stole my car. I'm a victim of car theft. That doesn't make mm-hmm. me helpless or pitiful in any way. It's just, this is what you did. You perpetrated this crime on me. You stole my car. My car's gone. I'm a victim of car theft. You are a victim of abuse. It's the truth. Right. This is a this That's is a true. fact. You're a victim of abuse. The guy abused you in many ways, emotionally and physically and, and whatever else. And so you are a victim of that. Now, that doesn't mean that you're hopeless or pitiful or helpless or any of that. You're not not even close. You're one of the least hopeless or pitiful people I've ever spoken to. Right. You're strong. You're going to bounce back. You're already bouncing back. So that's fine. But you still do have to deal with the ramifications of what you've been through. If somebody steals my car, now I need to replace my car. I can't avoid that and say, I'm not helpless. No, I have to go back now and deal with, okay, my car's gone. Fuck, what am I going to do? This sucks. I'm a little sad about it. Let me go find another car. And the same thing, right? You've been, you've been through some shit and you're going you're gonna to have to heal. You're going to have to take the steps necessary to stop for a moment, acknowledge what you've been through, 
give yourself that time. Don't brush it under the rug and move on to the next thing before you even stop for a second and realize, and, let me take a breath. This is what happened. And I really, and I, and I get, and I, I understand you because, um, like I said, the fact, the family justice people, they'll, they provide counseling right now, you know, since the Corona, they'll do it over the phone and stuff now. So I'll reach out to them in the next couple of days to talk because it's, I know I have a lot in me that needs to come out. Like I haven't even, sure. I haven't even sat down and really even cried, you know? So mm -hmm. I know it, I, I'm, I'm it's holding there. it in and I don't yeah. want to break because I just feel like if I break right now, then it's going to. I don't know. You know, I don't no, know. I just no, don't no, want to no. break look, right now. Look, dude, the strongest thing you can do is break. Go ahead. Sometimes you got to look at it and go, now do it on your own time. Don't listen to me. I'm not controlling your emotions. Yeah, yeah. But 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 when as soon as you're ready, this is the way I am. I like to rip the Band-Aid off. That's essentially what you're doing. You got a cut. You got a Band-Aid on it. You're looking at it, and you're like, I know I'm going to have to rip that thing off at some point. The sooner, mm -hmm. the better. Rip it off. Let the sun hit it. Let the air hit it, let it heal and move on. Don't be scared of that. That's where the healing is, is where you rip that bandaid off. You got to face it. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's, yeah, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. You like to drink, just, I think, um, right? Huh? You like to drink a little bit? Well, yeah, I mean, I like to drink. I just don't like the, the after effects of drinking. <laughs> However, uh -huh. through this, I've been drinking the most through this. And that's what's been damn near getting me by wine. Oh my gosh, like shit, like. I don't know. I've been trying to drink to just cover up, you know, the pain from it all and stuff like that. But at some moment, like you said, I'm going to have to just face it. Yeah. Don't do that. Drinking is the worst thing you could do right now. I know how that is. Yeah. I've been through shit and I want to drink. It just makes it worse. But all I was saying is you ever drink so much that you were like, I got to throw up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you know what you do sometimes, right? As you face the music, you go, I don't want to throw up, but I got to throw up. And then you're tired of sitting there feeling nauseous and spinning. And so you go, let me just go in here and deal with this. And some people shove their fingers down their throat. Some people just go, okay, I'm going to let it happen. That's what you kind of got to do with this situation too. This flush of emotion, this rush of emotion is going to have to come. You're going to have to get it out of your system. Don't fight it. You know, it's, that's how you feel better. Feeling better is on the other side of that. Go ahead and cry it out. Think about it. All this sucks. Woe is me. This fucking, you know, I let this guy do this to me. This asshole took advantage of me. I should have left him a long time ago. I let him talk me into this. I won't let that happen again. All that reflection is where you grow, you heal, you get better from it. You realize where you could have changed things, right? Not at all blaming yourself for this, but just knowing that, you know what? Next time I see that warning sign, I'm not going to deny it. Next time I hear mm -hmm. you're cheating on this girl, you're beating this girl, you're doing this, you're doing that, you got all this. When I see those warning signs, I'm leaving sooner. That's what you right. got to learn from all this. Because that's, if anything, I've listened to your whole story and I've done this before in my life and I've learned from it. And that's what I see that you've done the most wrong in this situation is you should have known and you should have gotten out a long time ago. You gave him too many chances and all it did was escalate and get worse. Yep, I agree. You know what I'm saying? I definitely agree. Mm -hmm, I if agree. You take one thing from this whole thing, it should be, okay, red flag, bye. Because... That's not necessary. That's not part of the lead up to a functional and happy relationship is all that. And then all of a sudden the fucking clouds clear and the sun shines and it's beautiful. No, that is the prelude to a storm every time. Exactly. Every time. And I mean, I, and I see where you're coming from. That's like my ex-husband even had told me, he's like, I can't see how you even took any of that from him. He said, cause you wouldn't even take me raising my voice at you. And I was like, man, like, I think, you know, me leaving, me leaving that relationship or whatever else and me getting into this one, I think that I didn't, I didn't get closure from my marriage fully and heal from my, you know, the divorce of my marriage. And I was just looking for that love that mm. I was, you know, that 
I was still seeking, you know, there, and I just dealt. I just dealt with it. I don't know, like uh, you're still but trying anywho, to fill the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to fill the void. That's exactly what I was doing. But at this point, you know, I'll look for a house and you know try to get settled. And I mean, you know, working situation wise, and try to figure out something. You know, a lot of jobs not hiring right now because of the COVID nineteen stuff or whatever else. And yeah. I don't know, try to grind it out, get the help I need, talk to some people and try to get through this and take it one day at a time. That's really it. Well, you're going to do it. I can see it. You're going to bounce back. You're going to have a good job. You're going to bring your kids back down. You're going to have your own place. You'll go back to life. And life brings you through certain experiences to make you a more well-rounded person and make you whole. And, you know, so in the end, this is going to be just something that you learn from and that builds you up and makes you better. Uh, you know, so you just got to roll on from here, like you're saying, and we're friends on Facebook now. So it'll be interesting if you'd like just to kind of keep up and see how you're doing. I'd love to check on you from time to time and just see how you are. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, the only thing that I want to say one more time before we go is, um, you got to be careful with that situation of you posting this stuff. This guy is still out there. He's not in jail. He's somewhere. And, uh, and there's a chance, maybe not. And well, I he's, hope to God he's not, still, but, he's yeah. still staying at the house. And that was a good thing too. The landlord, you know, she reached out to me and she, um, gave me amendment. She amended the lease and took me off the, I signed that today to take me off the lease. So I don't have to worry about any of that. And he's going to stay at, she said that he's going to stay at the, um, stay at the property, but yeah, I'm going to watch out for him. I'm definitely, um, and um, I even town, told my man. sister, I even told my sister today, I was like, you know, um, I was like, I'm going to take the Facebook post down and all that stuff. I said, because I can't, I'm not going to be able to heal unless I just let it all go. hundred percent. You know, I was going to take it down. Everybody's seen what they needed to see. I was just going to take it down. Right. That's the only way I'm going to heal. If I let just, I'm not going to forget what happened, but I have right. to, I have to, I'm not even going to say I have to forgive just so I can move on with my life, you right. know, and, and. That's the only way I'm going to deal with it. That's the only way I'm going to heal. If I just let it go and just move on and focus on me and what I have going on. Yeah. Yeah. You can't keep getting enjoyment out of, you know, yeah. that, that hit back that you've done. You got his Facebook yeah. thing. You got to stop because that is yeah. definitely keeping you tied to it. You got to get to the point yeah. where you don't give a fuck. I definitely told her that today. I did. And that's yeah. what I'm going to do when I get off of here. I'm going to delete it and take it down. Actually, I was going to delete it and deactivate that Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Look, the thing is this, what you want to do at this point is like gymnastics. You want to do a beautiful dismount, do the yep. somersault off, land on your feet, cut that shit off and move on, get away from it clean. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's what you got to do. Cause it's not, it has nothing left to serve you at it this don't. point. Yeah. It, it definitely don't. All right, tequila. We're friends now. So I'll be talking to you. Thank you for spending so much time with me and sharing the story. I definitely enjoyed it. And, uh, and I, I'm impressed by you. You're a strong woman. And I really appreciate you teaching me and everybody else about Pyronis. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and I know you and your sister are going to have a big old laugh about this because she ran off in the background cackling like a witch about the key on the ground. She loves that shit. And trust me, I'm oh going home gosh. to tell my wife about it too right now. E- yeah, where can I where can I listen back to this app? I'm gonna send you a link. So it's Web Chats Podcast, but once we get ready to air it, I'm gonna send you a link so you can check it out and share it with everybody and whatever. So we just gotta edit it up and it'll it'll be out in a couple of weeks. Okay, cool, cool beans. All right, Tequila. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> I told you guys that conversation was crazy. Tequila! 
you're a diva. I can't believe you posted on your ex-man's page with a picture of his penis. <laughs> oh, man. That's what you get. Domestic violence. You're a big, tough guy. You like to beat on women. I hope you have all your secrets and embarrassing things exposed about you. Um, I don't wish negativity on anybody. But this is one of those things that just... Hey, I got no sympathy for you. You're picking on kids. You're picking on women. You're picking on people that are smaller than you. People that are hurt. People that are weak. No sympathy from me. Even though I know it's because you're hurt. But that's not the answer. It's hurting somebody else. Work on yourself. If you're really tough, face that pain that you have inside that's what you're really scared of if you're tough face that yeah yeah if you're tough face that anyway i want to say thanks again to everybody who signed up for the patreon everybody it's about four of you let's see if we can get to 10 by the end of the fucking year (laughs) doesn't matter i told you guys this shit's not about money but damn it, if you guys could at least let me know you're there, sign up. It's $2.99 a month. Go to patreon.com slash webchats and sign up for a month or two. It's like when you put a dollar in the tip jar at frozen yogurt and they holler. Fucking sign up for a month and let me have a good moment. I promise when you do it, I'll holler. I'll holler. See you next week. Oh, you thought I was gone? (laughs) See you next week, you filthy animals. Meet you back here on Web Chats. And if it seems like these episodes are getting loaded up later and later, it's your imagination. They're on time. (laughs) Hey, it's fucking still Tuesday. Okay? At least on the West Coast. Love you guys, though. Thank you so much. This shit's fun for me. Bon voyage. Bon voyage.